The following recording is a production of Kicking Out at Two in conjunction with the Retromania Pro Wrestling Podcast Network and is intended for private use only. For more information, head on over to facebook.com forward slash kicking out at two or our Twitter handle at kicking out two, along with searching Retromania with a W on any and all podcast platforms available to listen to archive shows such as this and all the great content of the Retromania Pro Wrestling Podcast Network. Evergreen content at your fingertips anytime at your listening pleasure. And with that being said, we thank you for listening and hope you enjoy the show. You got to crawl to walk and you got to walk to rumble. And this is Build a Rumble here on Kicking Out at Two as we get ready for the 2024 Royal Rumble. And we're bringing the, the build concept back to Kicking Out at Two with a fantasy Royal Rumble. And joining me, the architect of our build a whatever concept that we have usually built the survivor series was the last one he was a part of we did a build a SummerSlam a couple of years ago he's here for build a royal rumble a fantasy royal rumble that is my brother justin rosenworth what's up dude not much man excited to get this going yeah yeah we're so here we're gonna get right into it you know break down the rules here the guidelines if you will um we're gonna take you know it's gonna be 30 entries Men only, because there's not been enough women's Royal Rumbles to do a fantasy women's Royal Rumble. Um, sorry for the feminists out there that listen, that are listening. But uh, take 30 entries. We're going to have five from the golden age of the WWF, five from the new generation era, five from the attitude era, five from uh, ruthless aggression, five from the PG era, and then five Royal Rumble virgins. And what I mean by Royal Rumble virgins is someone who has never taken part in a Royal Rumble match. They could be somebody that's never wrestled for the WWF. It could be a manager. It could be an announcer. It could be a referee. Uh, it could be a celebrity. Uh, we're we're, we're kind of leaving the field open for the Royal Rumble virgins, uh, so to speak. So what we're going to do is because we're in the digital age, I decided not to waste, you know, paper and, and, and by killing a tree. And I don't have a Royal Rumble tumbler. What I do have is the wheelofnames.com, and I put 30 entries. And what we'll do is, uh, when I hit the, the wheel to spin and the first, um, the, the, the first category that comes up, or the first, uh, yeah, the first category that comes up, let's say it's the Golden Age. And then Justin and I will go back and forth and we'll determine who's the first entry out of five for the golden age so i have 30 different uh categories 30 different um entries onto this wheel and we will break it down from there we'll talk about the individual that if we spun their history in the royal rumble uh how they may have performed um and just you know kind of take it from there um you know we could go the route where we stack this Royal Rumble with 30 of the all-time greatest, or we can kind of like balance out a Royal Rumble and do like, you know, some top guys, some mid-card guys, maybe a tag team, um, some wild cards, you know, because a lot of these Royal Rumbles, you know, in the last, well, since its inception, they've really kind of balanced them out between um, the field of competitors, at least on the men's side. So um, I'm looking forward to this. Uh, you got your whiteboard. Um getting set yes sir ready to go so we are going to uh if you need to get in a more comfortable position uh, to do this yeah i will over over time, yeah just kind of sure. um i'm just kind of setting us up here so that we can be nice and smooth here and okay know how many how many from each era we are tallying up as we go along yes that type of thing and we're not you know spending too much time no 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 i mean we're gonna figure out stuff yeah no i get it so. i totally get it so when 
are, are you ready? Ready to? Uh, I will be in a moment. Do the first entry. Okay. Well, yeah, while well, you just, are getting I mean, things, we'll while you keep chatting it up. Okay. We'll while there. perfect. While while you're getting things together, uh, head on over to uh, Retromania on on Podbean. You can find this show as well as all the great shows from the Retromania Pro Wrestling Podcast Network by searching Retromania with a W. Uh, cool Truth is back with AC and the guys. They're talking uh, pretty much how much they can't stand AEW. So you can check out their most recent show, New Year's Bash. Um, our last episode, which was a double feature, Dennis and I did as we dissected the finger poke of doom as we watched frame by frame each and every segment from that angle from the January 4th episode of uh, January 4th, 1999 episode of Monday Nitro. Um, as well as we watched the Rock Mankind WWF title match from the other channel that same evening when Tony Schiavone spoiled the results and 600,000 people changed the channel to watch Mankind win the World Wrestling Federation Championship. So you can check those shows out, that New Year's double feature, part one and two, f- dissecting the finger poke, and Mankind's miracle WWF Championship victory. we got all kinds of great archives over there in the uh, on the feed um, Marking out the days, Kobe and myself have uh, some, uh, some some backlog content in there. Not sure if that show's going to come back or not. Kobe's been kind of on a little bit of a hiatus, but uh, you know I'm holding down the fort here on uh, on this uh, the, the 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 pirate ship known as the Retromania Pro Wrestling Podcast Network, and we got all kinds of great content for you coming up in the very near future. So without further ado, you can find, like I said, Retromania on Podbean. Search Retromania with W or other podcast platforms available now. Are you ready? Uh, let's do it. I all right. So up. here's what we're going to do. I'm going to, I got, I got it on my phone. So wheelandnames.com. I'm going to spin and the name that comes up of the era of the era. We will, uh, we will announce it. And then you and I will determine who should go in place to represent that era in this build a Royal rumble here on kicking out of two. So without further ado, I'm going to spin the, wheel, spin the wheel and make the deal. And the first entry is from the new generation. Ooh, okay, the new generation. All right. Let me hear your thought first, because I have a distinct thought for the new generation. I mean, just for the way I would build a rumble. But okay. I mean- um, my first thought is going for a big guy. Ooh, okay. okay. I'm I'm looking between. There's probably about like three or four guys I'm really looking at that represents big guys when it comes to the new generation era. I'm looking at Diesel based on his performance in the 94 Royal Rumble, okay. which has been de- deemed a Diesel moment in many fans' eyes over the over the years following that when guys had just Diesel eliminated seven or eight guys in a row. which was take a, over the ring by yourself, yep. one by one, yep. kind of manhandle. Pretty much everybody. ran the table and owned the field for quite some time until yeah. Kane did it yeah, a number that, of years yeah, later. That never happened before Diesel, correct? No, that right. didn't. So exactly, Diesel so. was like the first of his kind to do that. Yep. Um, I'm also looking at a Bam Bam Bigelow. Okay. Big guy for his size, uh, very agile. I think uh, over the years, Bam Bam has had some uh, some decent performances, particularly in the '94 Royal Rumble. He lasted quite a while um, in that field, and I'm also looking at Yokozuna being being okay. the 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 winner of the '93 Royal Rumble. Okay. He was a a mainstay in the New Generation era. Uh, the WWF champion, winning the 1993 Royal Rumble, being a multiple-time WWF champion, um, having a, a, a pretty good, per- impressive performance in that Royal Rumble. I don't re- recall him doing anything of significance in Rumbles following that. Um, he wasn't involved in the 94 Rumble or the 95 Rumble. 
Uh, he did have an entry in the 96 Royal Rumble, and he had that showdown with Vader. But oh, Yep, I do remember that. Other than that, um, his Rumble resume pretty much is from his victory stemming from 1993. So those are the names I've kind of thrown out there uh, for the, to represent the new generation in this first entry into the Royal the, the build a Royal Rumble. What do you got? So I've got three names. Okay. They all have they all share a common bond. One okay. of them is Diesel. I think for everything you just said, Diesel is um you know, he he kind of made famous the the Diesel spot yep. with with his contributions and 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 role in the 1994 Royal Rumble. Yeah. Um he had that memorable uh last outing in 1996 with Shawn Michaels when you know diesel was still more or less kind of a tippy top guy mm -hmm. i thought that was that was um a big deal um and those are really kind of the two of the highlights but in terms of star power new generation you know may have been one of the worst wwf champions of all time but he was still at the top in that yep. at that time for the most part she's kind of sharing that spot with a few others but that's one uh number two is one who i even as a kid remember recalling not being in many royal rumbles during this time frame because he was always doing something else on the card or not on the card at all uh razor ramon we he never... wasn't in any royal rumble yes exactly and i think that's kind of like in a an royal rumble concept. match uh, i mean i guess you could call him a virgin right or would you... i was i was i had or, you know or, honestly or... he was one of the guys that i had earmarked to be in the rumble virgins category okay, but i okay. mean if 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 you wanted to put that's him noted in there... that's noted okay and then so the uh, maybe the more competing uh idea for someone after diesel which you kind of led we both led with um Based on their performances in this time frame and in Royal Rumbles in this time frame, Shawn Michaels. Yeah, if, I mean, I know you kind of stretched to '93, and I guess for new for for timeline purposes, we can call that new generation. But look at 1994. We had the Diesel run in 1994, but Shawn Michaels kind of had that created that well, not created, but perfected that like hang on by the skin of your teeth type of that Iron Man near role. elimination. Yeah you know type of role a lot of guys have patterned it off for him yes. that was a 1994 thing. yes he was in the final um, four in 94 yeah and again a lot of you know skinning cats and things of that nature that Winning. all kind of happened in that were a rumble to yeah be, you know 1995 he went coast to coast, coast, coast. and yeah who cares 96 he won minutes 1996 he won yeah uh so he was a large part of the war rumbles in that time frame so that would be my pick he also um, had some good. He also had some good performances in the later years when he came back during the ruthless aggression era in in, in the Royal Rumble. Yep. Two thousand and five, even though it was brief, it led to that big match with Kurt Angle at WrestleMania that right. year. Um, even two thousand six, when he was involved and the McMahon's got involved in the match. Um, two thousand and eight and two and two thousand and eight. Um, you know, f you know the final two with Undertaker in 2007, and then opening up the 2008 Royal Rumble against Undertaker and having a good performance during that match as well. Um, so, if we're going to narrow it down, um, I like I like Shawn Michaels and Diesel. Um, I do like the idea of Yokozuna as well. Um, Here's the thing, Shawn Michaels, if we put him on there, then Ruthless Aggression, Shawn Michaels, Golden Age Rockers, Shawn Michaels, that's off the table. I'm okay with that. Okay. Personally, I'm okay with that. I, yeah. I think we're, we're, we're picking 30 people in the history of a 30, oh, damn near 40-year tradition. Yeah. Um, 35 years, I think, coming up this year, right? Um, 36. 36, yeah, we hit so, 35 last yeah, year. Yeah, 35, there's been 35 Royal Rumbles, and for, yeah. you know, Shawn Michaels stretches a large portion, like you said, of those 35 years. Yeah. Um, 
having said that, I think, you know, we have a, a large field to choose from. I'm not living and dying on Shawn Michaels. Okay. But I think this is the best. If we're talking about Royal Rumble performances, if I'm talking about building a Royal Rumble, from my perspective, I'm looking for the best parts of the history of the Royal Rumble. And for me, Shawn Michaels in that three-year stretch. And the that resume that he had in the Royal Rumble. like, you can't write the story of the Royal Rumble without talking about those three, what Shawn Michaels did in, yep. in, in, as part of the Royal Rumble in those three years. Yep. Okay. Um, yeah, it's kind of hard to argue that considering the, you know, the other two choices that I had locked or I had brought up with being Diesel and Yokozuna. Um, but, you know, there's still four more new generation picks that we can choose from. They yeah, can yeah, always yeah. come up at a time too. So, you know what? You sold me on Shawn Michaels, so we're going to do new, new generation okay. Shawn Michaels as the first entry into our kicking out at two Royal Rumble. And actually, how apropos because he was number one in 1995 and winning that See, Royal Rumble. Exactly right. Which also, too, if you if if you know some of you Royal Rumble you know wrestling nerds out there um, remember that Royal Rumble match was probably the shortest Royal Rumble match in history, which went just a little over 30 minutes. On average, usually the Rumbles go an hour if it's every 90 seconds for an individual. I believe they were 45-second intervals. Yeah, or even like 60 or I mean, something like they that. They were probably 45 like in Titan time, yes, as that's they call right. it. Yeah. But I think, yeah, they were probably all like... They probably were no longer than 45. Yes, put it that exactly. Way. Yeah. So, um, so Shawn Michaels hits number one here on this. Uh, and for the record, even though this is what you you know you said, we're not, it's, he's not drawing number not one. Not drawing this number one. He's, Rumble. We could maybe one day go back and do that over again. If yeah. We to, but he's yeah, just we're, the first person. We're, we're not going to do the order of yeah. entry of these guys. You know, we're not going to build the order. We're just going to build the field of combatants. So he's the he's the first pick in mm-hmm. our build a Royal Rumble from the new generation era. Uh, let's go with the spin the wheel, make the deal again. Here we go. We're probably a new generation again. Ah, a rumble virgin. A rumble virgin. Okay. So, so do we do we throw Razor on the board here? Do uh, we go with Razor? I kind of want to because like he's not never Scott Hall. Razor. No, Razor Ramon. I, I Scott Hall was never in a Royal Rumble match. Well, so let's and let's so, let's just go through his Rumble time on ninety. Three. He wrestled Brett for the title. Yeah, he wrestled Brett for the title. 94 IRS. IRS for the Intercontinental five, title. Was it Jeff Jarrett? Jeff Jarrett. 96. Gold, gold dust. dust. Yep. That, yeah. Never been in a Royal Rumble yeah. match. I, that, I think that's a no-brainer. Yeah, I think, I th- yeah, exactly. I feel like he's the quintessential Royal Rumble virgin. Exactly. Yeah, so, he yeah, kind of. We're gonna that, we're gonna lock Razor. That's right the here. first choice right there, Razor yeah. Ramon. When it comes to that, that's what I was thinking when I that, when I thought of the category Royal Rumble virgins, he was right at the top of that. Oh, list. for sure. And then I just kind of bro- broadened the the field just to yeah. kind of make it a little bit more interesting. So that that was a quick one. Yeah, that was a quick like one that. here. Uh, we'll spin good, the though. spin the wheel again here on wheelofnames.com. You know what would be fun? I know we're obviously just starting this, but if we use the wheel of names to draw the order of all these people in a future episode. We could do that too. And we have spun Golden Age. Golden Age. Okay. I have one that I'm going to advocate for because, again, you talk about the history of the Royal Rumble. Okay. You can't, you can't not speak of this in this time frame. I also started my, my Royal Rumble marathoning just recently. Um, so I obviously had to start with the very first Royal Rumble hack, Jim Duggan. I mean, he's to me. I'm not. I'm not dying for yeah. it. Yeah, but he. No, to I, me is, the historical significance. I get it. And he's and he's and he, and if there's any 
he's 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 he was a part of the cast. Yeah, you know what I mean. If I just yeah. to say it so succinctly. Yeah, he was. Of yeah, the he, golden age. Yeah, he, he was, was a player. He, yeah, they, they they put him in. You know, even though he didn't win the title and he wasn't in main events, he worked with. He was the guy that he was. A, he was a guy that worked with a lot of top guys. I mean, the the run with. All right, here's one. I like the historical significance. Mm-hmm. Okay, but here's one name that I think from that era has to be in it. Okay, okay. shoot, has to. Based on his history alone in this type of match, Andre the Giant. That's a damn good one. Andre the Giant was the king of the battle royals. And honestly, and, and he that's 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 what in a sense he he went from territory yeah, to territory, that his, and that, that was, was his, his match. Thing. And honestly, there's, he doesn't so he doesn't live in any other era. Yeah, so this would so be the only hard, this, yeah. This would be the what? only time we'd have to put him in. Yeah, I think Andre goes in. You're you're right on that. I think he does. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna put him down. So you, so you're locking it in. Yeah. Okay. I think you, that's just at, almost even out of tribute. Okay. He gets in, and here's the other thing too, like with with, with naming Hacksaw while he was the very first Royal Rumble winner. Like, Royal Rumbles aren't about the 30 very best getting in the ring no. to win. Like, that's where Drew Carey comes in. That's yeah. where, you know, Santino Morella. Yeah. Our there, truth. There, there is some let me ups. There yeah. is some slapstick. It's, and that's, and that's and what I think I, we should be getting some of that in here I think, to, to I th- really build the perfect Royal Rumble. Well, that's what I was getting at earlier was that it's not necessarily, I don't at least think. Would it be cool for us to stack a Royal Rumble sure, with 30 yeah, goats? No, Absolutely. Course. It'd be the fucking ultimate wet dream right there for a wrestling fan. But I think, with like you said, to... in the spirit of the Royal Rumble itself, you need some of those it's a mid-card act. Exactly. Sports a vari- entertainment is variety. A variety show. Yes, I, I said sports entertainment, not retro <laughs> wrestling, not pro wrestling. Sports entertainment in the Royal Rumble, I think, is especially to attract you know, people who don't watch wrestling. They know in some respect what the Royal Rumble is. Yep. Isn't that the thing where the guy comes out and they jump in the ring and throw him over the top and the people yeah. are counting? Yep, and, yep that's it. Yeah. It's 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 translatable. It's it's identifiable. That sounded like you did an impression of Pat Patterson explaining the Royal Rumble. Isn't that the thing where they counting <laughs> and they throw him over and then the motherfucker goes over the top? Yeah, yeah. Pat Patterson's Thanksgiving dinner when <laughs> they asked him about what he what he was working on this year after he just fucking dragged you know eight cigarettes in a row. Exactly. So yeah, okay. With the so one in his ear still living. Have that established because, I, like I said, it, it can't be thirty serious contenders yeah. all the time. We get so. one day we'll maybe do thirty goats. Maybe, Who knows? Yeah. You know I mean, mean, there's been enough Royal Rumbles where you could potentially you could, yeah. do that. So, um, um, so we just did that. We had Golden Age Andre. I mean, I'm not going to recap too often here, but we got we got HBK, we got Razor as a Virgin, and Golden, Golden Age, Age Andre. Yeah, so that's three. So we got 27 more to go. So I'll hit the wheel again. Spin. Trying to make the, the the wheel spinning noises. Yeah, we got another Rumble Virgin. Another Rumble Virgin. Wow. Okay. So this could, like I said, this could rain. You know, I'm, I'm, this is really anything in the sports entertainment universe. Yeah, I mean, even celebrities that have taken part in res- in, in in wrestling over the years. Could you they could be throw celebrities in that have never been involved in WWE. You could do that too as okay. well. We could right. we, we could we could open it up that way as okay. well. You it's know, just just to see where managers, our is here. referees. Um, Here's an interesting. I'll go to I'll go to our social media because I before I put this up. Oh, I accidentally spun again. That will be the That's next okay. entry. Well, don't know. Just disregard the spin because you'll have to spin again anyways. Well, it just came up. So yeah, but you'll just have to spin anyways. 
Yeah, but it removes it from the wheel. That's the point. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, I'm yeah. sorry. So we spun for the next one. So okay. All right, so we got Rumble Virgin, and then the next entry will be another new generation that I accidentally spun. So okay, but we'll let stick me, on Virgin for now. Yeah, we'll stick on the Virgin the for now. Virgin. Another, another Rumble Virgin here. So we went to social media, okay, and I asked our listeners and our followers to give us um, – you know, their fantasy Royal Rumble based off of these guidelines here that I've set up. So, uh, longtime follower Brian Carter for the, for the Rumble Virgins, okay? He yeah, put he put Shaq, Terry okay. Crews, Gronk, Chris Hemsworth, and Alan Richson. I don't know who the fuck Alan Richson is, do you? No. no yeah, no. I have no I mean, clue. that maybe vaguely, the name maybe rings a bell, but I couldn't tell you where that falls in the world. Uh, the other ones are solid. Um I mean, I'm not a huge Gronk fan. I feel like he's he's silly. Yeah, like, I don't mean that like in a curmudgeon. I didn't care for him way. as the I WrestleMania just, host. I don't a few think years he's ago. charismatic. I don't think he's a like. like he's a me, he's he a fucking it. he's he he's, it. He's he's a rich. He he represent. He's like a rich college party boy yeah, meathead. He's, yeah, he's a frat boy. But yeah, that's fine. That's cool. But like, I don't know. Like, I I saw him host WrestleMania that year, and he's like made other appearances, and he looks like he's trying to play. Yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't, yeah, he doesn't naturally fit into yeah, the role. Like yeah, like there are some. There are some of these celebrities, and this isn't a celebrity uh, show, but there are some celebrities where, like, you're like, wow, like as a natural fit for this. Yeah, like you know, what I mean, whether it's their promo style, their athleticism, whatever. But like yeah. in terms of a of a of a of a personality who commands attention when he's doing it, Gronk is not that guy. So honestly, I'm not gonna. We're not gonna. I'm not saying Gronk can't be on the list, but I'm yeah. not picking Gronk. I'm not going with that one. Um, I like I've, if you know to give respect to Brian. I mean, I'd put Shaq on there. I, I, I'm not against that idea. Um, Shaq's a recognizable name in sports, um, even in entertainment and across the world. And he's had some dabbles in wrestling over the years. He participated in the Andre the Giant Battle Royal a yep. number of years ago at WrestleMania. Entry into that exactly. Um, yeah. He's done some stuff with AEW. Yeah, he did a match. Tag, tag match with Jade Cargill against... Was um, it Cody? Cody and somebody else. I forgot somebody, yeah. Yeah, because Brandy was pregnant at that point. Oh, okay. But yeah, yeah, I forgot her name. Um, Velvet? Red Velvet? Something like that. Chat, yeah, that, that makes that, that sounds about right. That sounds yeah. about sorry, with all due respect to... No, that's okay. We yeah. don't know who you are. That's, yeah. that's what it is. <laughs> but um, if, you did, if you did enough to know who you are, uh, for us to know Now, let, are, me just, let me just break... So, so I like the idea of Shaq as a celebrity entrant, okay? We can kind of, like, put him out there in the universe. If we are talking, let's, I, I said earlier, like, announcers, managers, here's an interesting... Here, here, here's what I think would be a very, very entertaining story arc in a Royal Rumble match that I'm surprised was not a thing during this era. Bobby the Brain Heenan as an entry in the Royal Rumble match okay. and having like the Heenan family protect him during the match. Like he's okay. going in there to try and prevent somebody like an Ultimate Warrior or a Hulk Hogan from mm-hmm. winning the damn okay. thing. Okay. Like Bobby Heenan, like. Bobby Heenan's participated when it's been called for in physical angles b- before as a, as the the leader of the mm-hmm. Heenan family. So I think that, and I mean, everyone remembers Bobby Heenan for his unbelievable call, um, his commentary in the 92 Rumble yep. match with Ric Flair. So that's well, another name that I'd like to throw out there okay. as like a Rumble virgin. All right. Um, any, any other... Any other ideas? Rumble Virgin. Uh, this is going to sound... We're talking about storylines, things like that. I'm going to go back to the celebrity area. What about... I don't even know how I arrived, this arrived in my head. Lance Armstrong. 
How did that arrive in your head? I mean, the I, bicyclist. Yes, the one that cheated the, in the Tour de the France, disgraced bicyclist. Yep. Yes, I guess maybe the fact that we're talking about some sort of marathon match. You know, Lance Armstrong obviously being famous for the Tour de France, and of course, again, the 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 scandals of performance enhancing drugs and crime and all that. But imagine that guy. He started that the whole yellow wristbands for the cancer thing. Live strong. Yep. I imagine that guy in a Royal Rumble where, you know, he, he kind of heals up on that type of character of like, hey, like, you know, I've done the Tour de France. I've mm-hmm. raced all over the world and climbed mountains. And, you know, I was the most famous and greatest athlete that ever lived. And now I just, you know, what what's one more hill to climb is win the Royal Rumble. You know what I mean? Mm. And but again, he's kind of a bad guy, too, because we all know he cheated. You know what I mean? Yeah. We all know he's a disgraced athlete in yeah. a lot of respects. So, you know, he's somewhat shitting on 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 performance and wrestling. Just a thought. And I don't know. It'd be kind of funny to see him kind of race out of the gate with his on his bike to get into the match. And, yeah. yeah. Okay. You know. I mean, uh, yeah, that's not a bad idea. Um, I think if it were. Oh, well, yeah. It's. It, I, I, I could see I could understand the wheels turning and could see the the theory in that. Um I'm trying to think. You know, we already have one I more. like Bobby, you know, to be honest. I think Bobby probably goes in because of everything you just said. Like what hat like he's done it all. And he has a, he's left an impression on this on the Royal Rumble without actually being in it, so like it would only be appropriate. You know what I mean? Bobby having an Bobby you know, kinda of hiding behind Andre while Andre's pretty much tossing everybody out. Andre. Or he's running from Andre. Or he's running from Andre too. There is a lot of there's, there's a, a history of, that with the there's two a of lot them of bandwidth in terms of what he odds. could be doing. Yeah, with any number of these wrestlers. Yeah, you know what I mean. So I would put him to me that you know Lance Armstrong can maybe be later, but I could put Bobby Heenan on here for sure. Okay, so I'm Shaq and Bobby Heenan. Were you uh, out of the two between the, the two of them? Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, since we're looking at it now, like. To give Shaq some some play here, like Shaq and Andre in a nice stare down would be kind of cool. I mean, we've obviously seen Shaq and Big, Big Show, Show yeah, a little bit, but there's there's Shaq and Andre. Yep. Like, is is there some sort of territorial exchange with Andre who you know who admonishes anyone who dare step over the top rope? Yeah. You know, like there's that too. Yeah. So I think that would be that could be interesting to 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 play with. For okay. Sure. So so where are you leaning? I'm probably still. Again, we can pick Heenan Shaq era. later. Yep. Like, you know what I mean? We yeah. can pick Lance Armstrong later. Like the Bobby Heenan. I think Bobby Heenan's probably the most appropriate right now. Yeah, I'm gonna Especially I, early on, we're when we're rattling this off. We're rattling off, I think, in the beginning, somewhat obvious names. Yeah. So I think Bobby Heenan's a good obvious Royal Rumble virgin. Yeah. All right, let's do it. Let's put Bobby Heenan in there. So Bobby Heenan will represent the Royal Rumble Virgins in this build a Royal Rumble. Um, and we said New Generation was accidentally spun next. New Generation was accidentally spun next, so we are gonna Go with New Generation. Who are you looking? Who, who are you thinking of New okay, Generation? So we, we talked about Diesel. We talked about Yoko. We ended up going with HBK. Um, another guy. Got okay, a New Generation. Who I don't think he really. He's not a virgin, but this version of Brett the Hitman Hart didn't really have a lot of Royal Rumble. Chops. Other than that, ninety four, which was a big one, the he won that with one. Luger. He tied it, and it was a big storyline. <laughs> but like he was kind of, he was at the top of the heap a little bit in the WWF at that point, so he wasn't in the Royal Rumble a lot. No. So you know, imagine a nineteen ninety five Bret Hart in a Royal he wrestled Rumble. Diesel for the title at yeah, that Royal 1996, Rumble. Yeah, nineteen ninety six. You know, same thing. 
Yeah, Under, Undertaker. Yep. Headline so that there's, Undertaker. there's there's that. That's another one I'm thinking about. What about 1995 Purple Undertaker with the with the Phantom of the Opera yeah, mask? Phantom of the Opera Undertaker. I was thinking about that too. Um, those would be a couple names that I would probably go with. An Undertaker Andre stare down looks promising in a Royal Rumble. And um, that Undertaker too. Like no one talks about that Undertaker. Like that's just a cool Undertaker. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes, there's Ministry Undertaker, badass. You know. The original. Yeah. The ori- like, there's yeah. so many iterations of the guy. Yeah. Obviously, they're going to stretch across all of these different eras. But you, I mean, that's a cool one to really think about in terms of like fantasizing. Yeah. And the mask, I think, I don't know what it is, but like even though the mask was used as a necessity because of the injury that he suffered at right. that time, it brought such a cool presentation. You know, they're a cool look to his presentation that I I, I kind of wish in some ways that he kept the mask a little longer. Yeah, yeah you know, that's I, true. I once, did, I once did a show on um, masks and face paint on wrestlers okay. and, with Dennis. And mm-hmm. you can find it in the archives. Um, where's your mask? Um, and paint your face or something like that. You can find them in the archives. A couple of years old. And I was always curious... Even though he didn't need it, what would it have been like if Undertaker wore face paint? Like some not, not just the tear, not just the, <laughs> not just not just the jail the, tattoo the tier, nineteen ninety tier. Yeah, not just that, but even just a little bit. Nothing too over the top. Not yeah. nothing too colorful. Nothing imagine that looks like, like Sting or the Road Warriors. Imagine that Taker logo like around an eye. That'd See, that cool. would be kind of cool. Yeah, yeah not I could, like on his face, but yes. over an eye. Yes, that could be cool. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, something like, and you incorporate like his eye, whether it's shut, like it makes it, it, it shows the full logo, but it's open. You kinda yeah. Like kind of like what Jeff Hardy does with some of his face paint, where he like yeah. opens and closes his eyes, and it just kind of mm-hmm. like changes the effect. Speaking of, what the, speaking of of that injury that he like. had in terms of King Mabel, another big guy. That's a another that's big guy. Yeah. Especially at that time, he was. He, he headlined a couple pay-per-views. Like, he won the King of the Ring. Yeah. Like, if we wanted to go serious with that, with that, with you know, that performer, that would be the way to go. There's obviously, you know, Love Machine Viscera, mm-hmm. or Big Daddy V. Yeah. Like, obviously all those other ones, right? But there, anything, that's a thought, too. Yeah. If, I, any, if, 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 if we're putting him in there, it's as, it's as King Mabel or, or you know then, what I mean, from the generation. Then, so, to me, it's between King Mabel and Phantom Undertaker. Okay. I think are the two now, that we go with. Here's one that just I think pop- it makes it fun because if we go with either one of those versions of those people, it takes them off the board in other decades where we can give spots to more interesting okay. characters. Also. Now, that's, that's the logic. Here's an idea. Okay. New generation. Looking for someone you talked about earlier, you know, Shawn Michaels having that like Iron Man hang on, you know, till the last second type of role in the match. But, Mm -hmm. you know, Royal Rumbles have always um, you you would always find like an underdog in the Royal Rumble match itself. Someone that kind of hangs on by the skin of his teeth. But, you know, he's a baby face because those Iron Man kind of roles have been designed for heels. What if we what if what if we threw one, two, three kid in the mix? Um, I'm or not. Do you, or do you think that either? I think that that makes a solid three people to choose from. Okay, Kid so, Mabel and Phantom, Phantom Undertaker. Undertaker. I'm kind of leaning towards Phantom Undertaker. I'm like, kind of. When leaning... are we ever going to use Phantom Undertaker for any that's, fantasy? That's true. Thing. It's usually that American. Show ever does. It's usually, you know it's usually I mean? American badass, or it's you know the original. So you know what? And Phantom Undertaker was such a short-lived. Um, 
period of time. He only had that mask on for a couple of months, and then he went back to being, you know, the 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 the, the Lord of Darkness, the 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 Phenom, the Purple Undertaker. So I'm I'm cool with locking down Phantom Undertaker from Hell the yeah. new generation. Hell yeah, let's do that. All right, so just right here, Undertaker, because I don't think we need. We to. don't need to emphasize Phantom on the whiteboard. Okay. All right. Undertaker. So let's go. This marker has got a limited shelf life, so I'm putting creating a backup. Oh, really? Here. Okay. I gave you a, I gave you a shit marker. Yeah, no, okay. See, I was looking for him earlier. I was going to want to send this to you anyways, I'm sure. Okay, yeah, yeah, because I could put it up on the social media. All right, so I'm going to hit the wheel again here. Uh, I'm not going to make any of those those noises, but let's um, let's see. All right, we have reached the Attitude Era. So there is quite the field to choose from in the Attitude Era. The first person that comes to mind for me in the Attitude Era based on historical significance, and he's the only person that holds this record, three-time Royal Rumble winner, Stone Cold Steve Austin. It's hard to ignore that one. I have when I, I – yeah, is that's hard to ignore. Um, Attitude Era, we saw Austin win three Rumbles. Um, the Rock won one in 2000, um, and they pretty much uh, – and Vince won one. Mm-hmm. Vince won one in ninety. So if you're if you're going Attitude Era, you, you technically, I mean, at least I, everyone categorized differently. But I look at the Attitude Era really starting in 1997, you where you saw like a shift and change in, in the characters. And yeah. So I'm going from like 97 to 02, or 97 to to 01 as the Attitude Era of the WWF. If that's what we're gonna, if if, if we need that's to, that's fair. No, that's definitely fair. I mean, if you think about it, the way that match ended kind of was like emblematic of the shift in time. The whole yep. Austin winning without the ref seeing, yep. sort of cheating and sliding back, and in. the audience was kind of receptive towards. It. At least yeah. they, they, they were split on it. I should say some were receptive and some weren't. Um, given the given the the, the players involved, Bret exactly. Hart, and, it was definitely like, yeah, I think it was definitely an appropriate. That's an appropriate start in terms of the Attitude Era as it relates to Royal Rumbles are concerned. I okay. don't want to say that the Attitude Era started then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And get nailed to a cross somewhere. Yeah. But, but um, I'd look at, I'd look at you know, that 97 was a big shift in terms of character presentation and, yeah. and, the, and the product. And that's a classic and, Royal, that's like probably one of my favorite all-time Royal Rumbles. Yeah. Partly why, going back to that angle, that was Bret Hart entering a Royal Rumble after really a few years of not being in one, yep. kind of being a, a, a relative new player to the match. He was gone for a little while. He had yeah. just been, he just came back a few but, months before. Well, not just gone a little while, but gone like again. He, he hadn't been in a Rumble for a couple of years. Yeah, since '94 when he won, and then like before that, he was kind of on the rise, and he wasn't really considered a player. So now he was this revered legend of sorts coming back Mm -hmm. you know at this stage of his career getting into that match again and that's what made him being robbed of that rumble win all the more heat seeking yeah god like stone cold cheated Bret Hart should have won that like duh and then of course again so I kind of want to agree with you I'm going to throw one name out here because I think she deserves to be in it is China China there's not many, there's there's been a few women who have made this made the war rumbles Uh, China Beth Phoenix uh, Karma um, Austin Nia Jax. Kong. Yeah, Nia Jax um, was in one. China is probably going to only be in this one era, to, you know, respectfully. Yeah. But if we're going to mix up and do variety, like we said earlier, then, you know, I. That would be my, that would be my proposal here. Okay. I'm down with it. Let's, you know what? 
we can always circle back to Steve Austin. Yeah. He's going to be in this match. Yeah. It's, you know, let's lock China in China. Let's okay. let's let's lock China in. China will be the probably the only female entrant. Well, I don't know. You never know. There's, there might be some females from the Ruthless Aggression era or even the PG era that might make it into this. Well, maybe maybe a Beth Phoenix. Who knows? Maybe. Well, I would let's put it this way. I'm only I would only put in females who have been in the match. Yeah, like, well, I'm Beth not Phoenix is, Maria, Beth Phoenix. Yeah, obviously, Beth Phoenix has been in the match. Um, yeah, that's as far as I know. Beth Nia Phoenix, Jax, Nia Jax, Karma. Karma. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's uh, let's lock China in here. All right. So. We have 24 more entries to go. Hitting the wheel right now. Let's see what comes up. Uh, and we are landing on another new generation. We're going to wipe through new generation. No no problem. Yeah, so we got so that's the third one that's come up yeah. for new generation. Uh So, I mean, we just talked about him. You know, Brett is it, it Brett and new generation, the three that come up for me? Brett Diesel and Yoko. <sighs> Brett Diesel Yoko. Okay. Those are the three that come up for me, really. We kinda we we, we kinda got a we kinda got given a a, a a a cushion with the new generation because Razor was a Rumble Virgin and he was a big new generation guy. So you know, we put Shawn Michaels in and we put Fe- Phantom Undertaker in. Um I, I, I still want to keep – I still have, like, variety in the back of my mind. Okay. Brett in the new generation is appealing. <clears throat> but we also have other places we can put him. Well, more specifically, one Golden Age Brett, which is not a bad Brett. He was one of the first two people in Aurora Rumble. Ever. Yeah, he was a tag wrestler, but he also did have a, a little bit of a singles run. If you're, if you, you know, as Intercontinental Champion, he was in the he, again. He was one of the first two entrants in the Royal Rumble in the very first Royal Rumble very match. Royal yes, Rumble. Um, and I think if if I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong. Okay, but I think if I remember correctly, in the '91, I just watched the '90 Royal Rumble this morning I before we finished it the other night. Okay, yeah. and that's one of the most underrated Royal Rumble matches of all time, based on the crowd reaction alone. Yeah, everybody got a huge reaction and when brett came out mm. like he got a pop like you would have thought he was in in the sportatorium in world class yeah. like it was huge Well, you know he's got more he had more fan mail than hulk hogan yeah right so. <laughs> i've heard that story before <laughs> oh my god we can go we can do a whole podcast about his about about the lies <laughs> about that these fables. guys t- him and hogan and flair they, they yeah. probably like the three top like self-promoting liars that oh, there is in the, yeah. in the world of wrestling but anyways exactly. um so again, we're not talking golden age. Yeah, I I do think maybe for the we could probably leave him out of new generation, despite what we had mentioned about him. Yeah, in that interesting. And you're looking for some variety. And I'm looking for some variety. I got a few that come to mind. I comes... got. Give me one, and I'll give me one of your varieties, and I and I'll try to pull another one out. Tatanka. Tatanka's a good one. Okay, I I, I don't. And I was also I, he used to be one of my early favorites. Yeah, I remember. I remember that. I like I, I'm thinking Tatanka. If we're looking for variety, and they're not like tippy top guys. I'm thinking Tatanka. I'm thinking Double J Jeff Jarrett. Double J is not a bad one, too. Double J Jeff Jarrett only competed in one Royal Rumble match as Double J, which was 1994. Didn't have a great showing. I think Diesel tossed him out pretty quickly as a part of that whole uh, that whole uh, run through run, yeah. that he had. Um, 
those are just a few like of the I guess you could say mid card. I'll give you here for variety here. Um Tatanka I like. Um Hakushi. Ooh. Okay. So obviously not but he's not like a comedy act. No, no, no. But he's no. not like gonna win the fucking thing no he's gonna he's gonna hold his own he'll have an impressive show you know what i mean and you'll be one of those guys that he'll be one of those guys that i feel like you'll notice has like his own game plan when you're watching the match small example i don't know which year it was you're gonna probably be able to point it out as i say it there was a year where road dog just like crawled curled up in the fetal position and in the corner of the yeah, ring one year that's was, a great strategy if you're trying to win the match yeah. in a shoot Get off your feet. I think it was 2000. Or not get off your feet, but late, you know, yeah. late, stay prone. Yeah, I think it was two, 99 or 2000 he did it was, that. It was, yeah, one of those years. To me, that was like, but you, that guy wasn't winning. That guy, you know, like there was no threat. He stood out though. For doing that. Exactly. You know what I mean? It was yeah. like, I know what I'd be doing if yeah. I was trying to win the thing. Yeah. I would try to not get involved and I would make sure that my feet were squarely yep. on the ground and I was in the fetal position. Like he... He nailed He it. related to people like us that are thinking in that now, sense, like now, what we would do if we were in that now match. Now, Hakushi probably wouldn't necessarily do that, but you could just see him he's Like you said, he'd have his own style of how he's going to, his own game plan. You know what I mean? Like another example, I don't know what War Rumble this was, but I recall uh, a Gregory Helms entrance where he just kind of like weaved his way down the ramp and around the ring and tried I, to like kind of pick his spot to I had match. a conversation with him about that. Oh my God, I can't believe you just brought that up. I had a conversation with him once. At, we went out to eat and it was actually about a month or so after that rumble. We went out to eat somewhere in like New Jersey after after an indie show. And I I mentioned to him how like, the like he like was ducking and dodging and weaving in and out like he was the, the the aisle is big enough where like he doesn't have to worry about that but he was doing this he was kind of scheming yeah and then Buying i said like and a then little bit of time i said to him i was like i go what made you i said to him what made you bring a towel down to the ring to throw it in someone's face and he goes, that wasn't a towel. He goes, I picked up Sabu's turban off the ground and threw it at, at, at right. the first guy I saw. Yeah. And I was like, okay, that's kind of cool. So I, I like little things like that that make guys stand out. And I like your idea of going circling back here because we are kind of went off the rails a little bit. Hakushi with having his own type of game plan. The only thing that limits him in a match like this is because he is such an aerial performer. Depending on how many guys are in the field, he's you don't have a whole lot of room to do a lot of high risk stuff. It, yeah, with, that's true. With, with with a lot of guys in the ring, um, so, so it'd have to be limited to like a, a handful, or you know, him and one other person. So let's so let's maybe move off of Hakushi for a second, but just and stick within the new generation and, and find that the that collection of possible cerebral characters that okay. would. Have, that would have probably again approached the rumble, whether there be at their entrance or their time in the ring, with a strategy of sorts. Okay, that's, again, I got one. Okay, I got one. Nineteen ninety three. Okay, heel doink the clown. Ooh, I think that ha again fewer opportunities. Bucket for that of guy. water, yep. pies in the face, the squirting of the flower yes. out of the jacket. Yes, yes, I think it's doink. 
I think we're putting him on here yeah. for the generation. I'm okay. going to go with that one. I like that. Doink the Clown's a good one. Doink the Clown. Doink. Heel Doink Again. the Clown 1993 because Doink had, was a heel and a baby face. Um, it was actually two different people that portrayed the Doink character, but that's Matt Bourne, heel Doink the Clown. Doink the Clown is a is a, definitely a good one. So um, from New Generation, we got Undertaker, Shawn Michaels, and Doink the Clown. Yep. Okay. Okay. And again, I, I like that. That's a a role in the match that like we've talked about the the Iron Man like kind of hanger on that Shawn mm-hmm. Michaels was. Yeah. We talk about you know the big man and Andre right mm-hmm. or the special attraction that China was. Yeah. Do- Doink being that schemer, that he's a wild strategizer, card. That like again, he's not going to win, but it's like okay, he, here is his approach to try to stay alive. He's going to do some damage. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's just at least he's at least standing out in the match. He's going to do some damage for sure. All right, so we're down to two new generations left. We've we've, we've picked the field, and we're so, picking the field. I should say, hit the wheel again here, and we come up with another attitude era. Okay, so we talked about Steve, we have China, we have China. We talked about Steve Austin. We talked about Steve Austin. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, we're gonna we're gonna stick. Up, um, we're gonna go variety kick here. But the man with the greatest elimination in Royal Rumble history, Takamishinoku, has to be in this Royal Rumble. <laughs> that elimination. If we're building a Rumble, that spot has to be in it. That's, yes, I'm fighting for that one. All right, I, that's 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 in the that that's in the conversation because of that alone. And I, I want to. We got yeah. Let's go. Let's yeah. Um, throw more names out there. Variety. We talked about China earlier. If we're doing more variety, Taka's a Taka's a great choice. Um, shit. What about Vince? Uh, I had a feeling you might say that he won the damn thing. He, yeah, it's just a name thrown out there. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a bad one, and I guess I'm not sold spe- on it, it either. Speaks to along with China and even yeah. Taka for that matter, yep. what the attitude error was, which was let's just throw shit on a wall and see what sticks. Yep, exactly. Um, you exactly. Know, it, it in many ways defied logic and conventional wisdom in the history of wrestling yep. before and after. Yeah. So from that perspective, Vince is a good choice. Um, we Again, we, we, we talked about Austin. Um, let me think what else here in terms of even just Kane. Kane's going to have to be talked about. Yeah. I mean, for the longest time, held the record. And to me, I Kane's would say Kane's going to be talked about, but Kane could also be talked about in Ruthless Aggression and in PG. So, yeah. you know, we could also yeah. bring him up in the conversation so during those Kane, eras as well. Kane, record breaker is Attitude Era Kane, though. That is record true. Record holder. And to be fair, no disrespect to Roman Reigns, or and we're not going to count the greatest Royal Rumble in Braun Strowman. Oh, fuck that, yeah. Um, to be fair... Like that, that, I don't know when Roman broke it, it felt like they were breaking it to give it to Roman. Exactly. Yep. And I, not that I don't think Roman Reigns, he's, he's our tribal chief for yep. crying out loud, but um, like Kane held that record for like fifteen years. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. it was like a record. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. So there is that to think about. Yeah, that's um, it's not a bad call. Vince, we talked about Kane, Taka. Um, who else? Let me think. Attitude Era. Um, Hmm. I'm just going through the list. Like you mentioned, Road Dog, Road Dog, yeah, Road Dog would be a good one. Um, going X Pac. Um, um, here's an Val interesting Venus. one. Here's an interesting one, and I believe it started the Royal Rumble that year. Um, Chainsaw Charlie. 
Chainsaw Charlie. Him and Cactus, I believe, yes, kicked off in that Royal Rumble 98. Yep. They threw, they brought weapons in, like something. They we had like a mini before. hardcore match. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. So yeah, it was it was different. Chainsaw Charlie. Okay. I mean, at what other point? I mean, there's really no other time we would be able to get Terry Funk in the match, unless we'd made him like a Rumble Virgin. But yeah, but really, what we can't do that yeah. if we're going to put Chainsaw Charlie in because we can't use the same guy. No, but I'm saying like that would be the time. That would be well, that or the Virgin part where you're using yeah. like 1978. Okay. NWA but I don't think there's any other time to put in Taka. Yeah, no. It, I mean, he's literally there for one purpose. Yeah, this, yeah, that spot. <laughs> you know what I mean? Which you can thank the big boss man for because he fucking launched him. And the fact that they showed the replay all throughout the course of the match and is like, we're going to take a look at that one yes. more time. Like, Dude. It was like, you know what it felt like to me? It felt like watching like celebrity death match. Yes. When they would like replay it was so gratuitous, the, but in like a funny way. Yes, it had like this dark humor to it, and and they were like, "Oh my god, let's see what he called him." Takamichi yeah. no clue. It was almost and, like we like they had to they when they were filling time in in the broadcast, they were like, "Let's go back to what happened 25 minutes." And ago. I bet you too, I'm, I'm willing to bet that that wasn't something that they planned out. They probably no. were in the production truck. They were like, they "You know what? There's hilarious. a low moment. What if we showed that replay yeah, again and see what happens?" The, the people you know? on the headsets were just having a good time. Yeah, that really popped them. Yeah, um, I'd love to hear. It's if funny. That was true. It's funny we talk about Taka too because there's a buddy of mine that I went to high school with and I played football with um, who was a wrestling fan, but we became more friends after high school. His name is T. Um, and I just remember one time, um, he like a couple years ago, like it's not like I talk to the kid every day. Yeah, like, yeah. Usually he'll hit me up like at WrestleMania, like, yo, are you there? Or, yep, like, yo, yep. did you see that? Something yeah. like that. But a random text after maybe months or years of having not spoken <laughs> He goes, yo, remember that Royal Rumble where Takamichi got thrown out, the, out like, and of course I knew when we talked about yep. it, and like that was kind of the hey, how you been? All right, <laughs> to, throw it in to me, yeah, Taka. Lock him we're in. Going there. with Taka. Takamichi no mission. Kai and Tai Takamichi. Indeed. Well, that was Funaki, but still. And that Royal Rumble too was the one where they kind of ran into the match a handful of times. They, too, right? They were the, them and the Mean Street Posse. They had so a whole it was, thing. So like those two groups. They thought that they were getting entry into the Royal Rumble. Yes. And they were denied entry and they were upset. So, so they, they were going to hijack yes. the Rumble. Yes. And so Kai and Tai did it. Taka literally separated his shoulder. Mm -hmm. And then Funaki came back a couple more times. Yep. And then the posse, I think, jumped uh -huh. in once or twice too. Okay. Um, so that yep. was like a little, like it gave them a, it gave, it was the let me up spot in yeah. the match. So Taka. And it gave you that element of, like, what's going to happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. This uncontrollable element that's going to kind of keep everybody uh, on their toes. Yeah. All so. right. So we are at 22 entries right now. Hitting the wheel again here. Let's see who we land on here. Which era? And we are going... Oh, for the first time, we have hit the PG era. PG of era. Of WWE. Right. So. so what we call that, what, <laughs> 2008 to, like, I mean, I guess probably, what, mid 10 yeah. years ago, 13, 14, so 15. maybe like 2008 to like 2014, 15, maybe. Yeah. I mean, more a lot. Yeah, 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 yeah. That makes sense. Um, hmm. Now that's a big field. That is a very big field. That's a big the field. The first one that comes to mind is going to be John Cena. Yeah. He's won two in that time frame. I was in thinking, that, yeah. In that range. Kind him. of bookended the, the era almost. Won yeah, in, he won in 08 and he won in. I mean, that's and that's and that was a legendary Royal Rumble surprise and an event where we are spoiled with surprises yep. and it's hard. It gets hard to be surprised almost. 
that one was I remember where I we were, we were at Hooters, Hooters and I remember we were watching it at Hooters like that was <laughs> Excuse oh, me. Oh, that was an and that was a very good Royal Rumble too yes overall. that I was remember, a fun I remember Rumble. that Madison Square Garden the short entrance yeah um so I'll, I'll throw him in there as a candidate for for PG era okay um, um if we're looking for a little more let me up or some variety and our truth comes to mind is a solid one um I'm think or a Santino Santino's not bad. He's got the record for the shortest time in. Yep. Um, so that's certainly a candidate. Let me think of other ones that that, that I think fit the PG bill. Um, hmm. Kane's a good one. Yeah. Um, who else? Randy Orton won in Randy 2009. Randy Orton, I was just going to say that one. Um, that was when he was on fire. Yes. Yes. So you had to give that man the Royal Rumble. Yeah. As far there, as I was yeah. concerned, like, give it to him. Yeah. He had just kicked that's, Vince McMahon in the head the prior Monday. That's probably that's him. probably the only time I would you know people say oh, I'll bet my paycheck. That was probably the only time I would have legitimately bet my paycheck that he was going to be the yeah. one to win it because yeah. I don't I didn't see the rest of the field as WrestleMania main event appealing that in that period of time. But yeah. so Cena, Kane, Orton. Orton I mentioned our truth for, for Santino for some variety. Um, um, let me see who else. Um, PG era. Edge. Edge is a good one. He won a Royal Rumble in that time, 2010. Big show. Big show, yeah. CM Punk. Yeah. Straight Edge Superstar CM Punk with the Straight Edge Society. Okay. Um, God, I'm trying to think who else would fit that bill. PG era. WWE. I would say we talked about we talked about Orton eh, Batista. Batista's interesting in the same way that Bret Hart was interesting. He wasn't in a lot of Royal Rumble matches, other than the one he won, which we call ruthless aggression. He was on top during that time frame. He also won in 2014. That's yes, this is considered PG. Kind if of an going, attraction yep. guy there. That was that was but very he controversial. Like, he wasn't. Yes, you're right. I, I I guess I would say is like he wasn't like a. He wasn't. I don't want to say he wasn't a staple in the Royal Rumble, but he just wasn't. Like I said, he wasn't seen as a guy who was in the Royal Rumble every year, you know, or he wouldn't produce anything memorable. He had much couple... like Bret Hart did because he wasn't in it a lot. Yeah. So I would say that there's an interesting. There, it checks some boxes. It's a fresh person, mm-hmm. and it also is a serious person. Yeah. You know, we certainly we want to preaching variety. Yep. We got Doink Taka. You know what I mean? Razor, Undertaker. Like we got all these. Shawn we Michaels. We want to make sure that the field is still pretty quality, yeah, too. And exactly. So I, would, I would say either Cena or Batista, or Cena or Batista in this area. area. Um, because, you know, if, if one or the other, you could still do Ruthless Aggression, Cena. You know what? I'm going to do. Let's, let's do Batista. Okay. Because you can still do Ruthless Aggression. You could do 2003 rapper John Cena in a Royal Rumble and that would be pretty cool or 2005 John Cena yeah well I guess that's I mean he was still less but rapper it, then but yeah. yeah so yeah I think yeah we go with PG Batista PG Batista which is again we're talking basically the height of his popularity yeah so Batista all right 
from the PG era. 21 entries to go. Hit the wheel, make the deal, spin the wheel, whatever you want to call it, and we are approaching another Attitude Era. All right, added. So I feel like we need to give respect to the Attitude Era too. We can't just have all jokes in games. Stone Cold. I think you got to put Stone. Yeah, we got. Yeah, three-time Royal Rumble winner, the only one that holds a record. Yeah, that's an easy one. And if we've been bouncing around his name for a while too, like he was a very integral part in all the Royal Rumble matches he participated in in that time frame. Yeah, he was a storyline in all those matches. You know what I mean? Ninety-seven, he had. A dieselish run. Yep. It was like a diesel. He was running the table. Run. Uh, 98, 98, he was the target. Everybody yeah. wanted to kill him. 99, he was the target. He was the target. Vince him. put the bounty on him. 20, yep. 2001, it was the comeback story. Yep. So he was an integral part of that. Yeah. I think we got to. Gotta... And then 2002, even, if you think about it. He like, was in the final four. He was in the final four, but it, they kind of had. It was almost like a. I wouldn't say it was like a one last shot kind of vibe that they were giving off to him but they were like can he do it again like yeah. can like you uh, know you know that was definitely is he gonna go for four now you know what yep. i mean so um all right so now we got 20 entries here hit that wheel again steve austin representing the attitude era i think we got two more attitudes left uh all right we got another rumble virgin here that just right, popped up on the wheel three rumble virgin um so we got razor ramon and bobby heenan right yeah, so we got a re- we got a wrestler who's never been in the Royal Rumble, We've and a manager, manager who's never been in the Royal Rumble, a non wrestling wrestling personality. Yep. in there. Um, I think I think we mm, wrestling virgin. I'm gonna go outside of the WWF WWE bubble. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And bring and just get and I'm just gonna rattle off a few names and just let me know what you think. Great Muda. Okay. Never wrestled in the WWF. Okay. Bruiser Brody. Ooh. Okay. Somebody where a match like that, just everybody beating the shit out of each other, is designed for that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Freebird Michael Hayes. Freebird Michael Hayes. Okay. That's another name. Um, Abdullah the Butcher. Okay. All right. And. If we're thinking outside of the, the, the WWF bubble that has never been in a Royal Rumble match. Um, Sting. Those are all very good. And it could be any version of Sting, too. It could be Surfer Sting. It could be Crow Sting. It could be Wolfpack Sting. It could be TNA Joker Sting. Ooh, those are all really good. I'm really good with, honestly, all those. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, so we almost got to like pull a name out of a hat for that. So Do like Sting, a little... Abdullah, Michael Hayes, um, Brody, Great Muda, Great Muda. I think, I think Michael Hayes is the one you pick out of. Dude, dude, dude. I think, I think he's a good one to pick because he's got the free birds with him. Yep. You know what I mean? Whether Gordy and Roberts. Out, yep. You know what I, I mean? Like you know, that. they kind of, there's some sort of, shen- you know, yep. shenanigans involved. I would say Michael Hayes. I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to, all three Freebirds come out to a big pop and then they do like a little coin toss. Which one of us is going to go that's, out there and, and okay. represent us in the Royal Rumble. Yeah, that's always a good, like kind of like what crime time did a number of years the, with ago. With the double sided coin. Double sided coin. Yeah. So Hayes. Michael Hayes is a Royal Rumble virgin. 19 entries left. 
Let's spin this wheel here. Wheelandnames.com. And we got another one. Oh, for the first time. I'm sorry. One, two, three, four, five. For the first time, we have reached the ruthless aggression. All right. Ruthless aggression. So. All right. Let's, we did talk about Cena. We talked about Cena. You know, we could even talk about Evolution Randy Orton. Evolution Randy Orton. Okay. Shelton Benjamin. Um. Excuse me. Brock. Uh, Brock. Although, I feel like even though that was when we saw Brock for the first time, like Brock that we have had since he came back post UFC. Yeah. Like he had that Royal Rumble run in 2020. That was pretty impressive. Yep. Where he almost went coast to coast. Yeah. He got limited by Drew. Yep. Um, I'm going to throw an oddball name. Not even an oddball. Like a name that would be given tri- respect. Mm-hmm. Um. And he could, it could be either, it could be JBL or it could be Bradshaw. Which could be Attitude Era Bradshaw, but it was, it's also Ruthless Aggression APA Bradshaw. Bradshaw. He was still, he was still Bra- APA Bradshaw in the Ruthless Aggression era. That's right. Yep. For a brief period of time. They, yeah. I would almost. Well, even, even after, well, yeah, you're right. Yeah. I would did. almost put him in as APA Bradshaw from the Ruthless, early Ruthless Aggression era. He could be JBL. Don't hate that either. I like the APA Bradshaw in the sense that the, the, that character would fit well in that style of wrestling. But at the same time, I also like JBL for the for the fact that he played such a good chicken shit heel that I think that like having He's a bastard, yes, and like having like his little cabinet there yeah. to like help him. Like I mean, I'm, I, I, as you say it, like yeah, that definitely feels like the move. I would almost go with that. Yeah, I, I'm, let's let's do J, JBL. Yeah, JBL exactly. right there. I like that. I like J, that call. JBL because there's more mileage in that match with JBL than there is with APA Bradshaw. APA Bradshaw can only deliver so many clotheslines from hell and get in so many brawls without being tossed over the yeah. the ring. JBL, you can have him hide under the ring. You can do the fucking rope spot. With, like, the road dog rope mm-hmm. spot that we just talked he about. Kind of, he grabs the mic and starts talking shit. Yeah, like, you or know. he ducks underneath the, 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 the bottom rope and goes to sit commentary with a, yeah. with a, a Michael Cole or whoever's doing the call. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, all right, so JBL on the board. First one from the Ruthless Aggression era. Let's spin this wheel once again. We've got 18 entries left here, and we have reached another Ruthless Aggression. It's funny. Okay, Uh Maybe one of the greatest to have never won a Royal Rumble, Eddie Guerrero. Ooh. Okay. I mean, there is enough of he there's range. He can be an Iron Man. He can be a sick asshole and a piece of shit. He yeah. can be lying and cheating, funny, happy go lucky. You know what I yeah. mean? There is there is he's a and I don't want to say utility player because I feel like diminishes his value, but he is whatever the situation calls for in a field. I think you sold me on that. Yeah, I think you sold me on that. Let's lock him in. Eddie, Eddie Guerrero, Guerrero, Latino Heat, Eddie Guerrero from the Ruthless Aggression era. Um, again, more mileage out of getting him from that era as opposed to getting an Eddie Guerrero from, let's say, even the Attitude era when he came into the WWF. Or well, although yeah. when Eddie Guerrero and during the Monday Night Wars would be a, would be an interesting thought, which is the attitude. I mean, like. If we did WCW, like w, okay, if, like if we brought because he would be would that be a virgin though? No, not really, right? No, he would because we're not just stuck with WWF, right? 
Well, for this one, we are. Okay, so then he would That's be why I created the Rumble version, yeah. but we could do something. But, yeah, some... like an Eddie Guerrero 1996 would have been interesting, too. Yeah, yeah. But I think we... I or, think even we L, or even LWO Eddie Guerrero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, okay. so let's hit the wheel again. 17 entries left on this Build a Royal Rumble. All right, we are down to New Generation. All right, we're number four on the New Generation. So we got HBK... Taker and Doink. Um, We've yeah. talked Brett a lot. We talk. So here's what we have in terms of what we see on the amongst these three. We have a performer and a winner. Shawn Michaels. And Shawn Michaels. We've got at least from the character perspective, a guy who's not didn't really wasn't in those matches in the Undertaker. Yep. During that time frame. Yep. And then we've got like a spot, a guy who's going to have a spot in that match. Yeah. Doink with his his strategic, you know plays here it's gonna stand out so do we so so what based off of the new generation can maybe be representative of the new generation but also amongst this three-person field give some variety give not variety for the sake but just represent the new generation okay um and give the mix of what the new generation was about okay i i i keep going back to brett Based on a lot of what you right. said, okay. Brett not really having a whole lot of Rumble match experience because of his role those, those various years, yep. with the exception of '94 and '97. Right. Um, I think of here's one, okay. This doesn't get really talked about enough. But this was probably one of the very few bright spots of this Royal Rumble match. And I'm thinking new generation Bob Backlund. I that that crossed my mind. He he crossed my mind. It's just a name it's we not can a bad in, idea. in the discussion. Okay. So Brett, Bob Backlund. We did we Diesel's still not on the board. Okay, given his um Yeah. Okay, Yoko winning and being a big um so, or, 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 here's another one. Okay, it's in the same ballpark as Brett, Lex Luger. Okay, Luger wrestled in only two Rumble matches, '94 okay. and '95, tying the '94 one with Brett. Okay, Brett and Luger are the only two guys who have tied a Royal Rumble. That's what their Royal Rumble distinction is, in my opinion. Okay, I would almost venture. We got two Luger. new generations left. I would almost put Brett and Luger, if if you know. Okay, I'm going to introduce. A couple new generation names. Okay. Um, that we, talk, I think we talked are, about Tatanka are, are, earlier that you like yeah, as well. Tatanka so. I do like as well. Yep. Um, we could cheat and put him in Ruthless Aggression. Oh, God. Yeah, that's right. That cup of coffee. <laughs> it's not he cheating, had. but, you yeah, know. He, yeah, he did make an he appearance. He was there. He for, was there. For a brief period of time. Him and Matt Hardy were a tag team for a brief um, second on SmackDown. But guys that are uniquely new generation and largely nothing else. Um, the British Bulldog. David Boysmith. I mean, he is also golden era golden with the tag age. team, but is he really? He was also a singles guy, too, with that match with Brett during the golden age of SummerSlam. Absolutely. And I could just, he's the type of, he's a no-nonsense bulldog. Yep. Like, he would run in there, and he would kind of just, he would run through the brick wall. He was the runner-up with Sean you know I mean? in 95. Yep. And so there's him, and then we're going to keep it in the family, Owen Hurt. There's he, he checks a box a lot like Eddie Guerrero does. Whether you want more of that or not, I don't know, but... Owen Hart is an interesting one. Okay. So those would be two that I would add into the mix. I know okay. you said as well. I 
you said Diesel, you said Backlund, you said who else? Yoko, Brett. I would probably put with pick four, and then we can always wrestle for pick five later. I would almost put Diesel in. Okay, that would be my pick amongst this in within this this topic. Okay, so all right, so let's say we do that. Let's not lock it in just yet, but let's say we do that. Right, pick five for new generation. Do is it automatic? We put Brett in there. I don't think it is. Okay. That's so do you think personally. that do you think that Brett technically would you consider him attitude era? No. I would okay. say he's either golden or new generation. Okay. All right. All right. I mean, I guess technically he could if you wanted to really squeeze in the 97 cuz we talked about that. But yeah. are we going to really be that like are we going to put that much um mental masturbation into trying yeah. to get him in there just to say he's there yeah, in that yeah. no i get it i would consider him more golden okay. in that respect so okay. i would say if he's not in he's not in like some people are not going to make yeah, this list yeah yeah not every yeah and I, I mean i just br- introduced the idea of him on the list in general from that era because he wasn't like Royal rumbles weren't his thing in that era because okay. he was so busy being on top okay but diesel i think for his place in the history of the royal rumble in terms of what's like we said, the, the diesel spot mm-hmm. is a spot. Yep. Basically every yeah. year, almost every year yeah. or, or some version of yeah. it started with him. And it's, it's, it, it's it his legacy it became, in the world rumble. It became Kane and then it became yeah. Roman. And I think Brock did it. You know, like we talked about, yeah. you know, he ran the there table was that year in Boston, CM Punk when he would cut yeah. promos in between. Like it's yep. not just a big dude. Yeah. That does it yep. either. All right. So I'm saying diesel. All right, let's do it. Yeah. Let's put big daddy cool. Plus on if there. you look at this name, these names so far, on the new generation, how does this not say new generation? HBK, Undertaker, Doink the Clown, Diesel. Yep. Like, and then you got to raise a Ramon as a Rumble virgin who is new generation. So yeah, yeah. So I'll new generation is getting some good representation in this Rumble match. All right, entry. We are at sixteen entries. Sixteen entries left here. We've got fourteen so far. Wheel has spun, and we are we are at the. The Golden Age. The Golden Age. It's been a while. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, so the first. So we talked about Hacksaw. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Hulk Hogan's name. Has I was going to say Hulk. Here. Yep, Hogan's definitely in the discussion. Now, the only reason why I haven't, I'm not locking in Hulk Hogan yet, is because there is an interesting argument to be pondered about him as ruthless aggression Hulk Hogan being in the world. He was pretty hot during that period of time. That would have been kind of cool. So there's so yeah. not, that's why I'm not yeah. I'm not uh okay. ready not, to throw, not married to the idea yeah, of Hogan locking and, him into golden, golden age. age. What about the macho man? I was thinking I mean, I was, the macho man like he's not going he's the this is one era. Well, you could technically put him new generation. But we already got we have already kind of I feel like in the same way that we said we would try to squeeze Brett in at ninety seven with yeah. seems like cheating. Okay. Yeah. That 1994, 1993 era. Yeah. Makes sense. I get it. He was kinda like meh. So I would yeah. say Macho. I get it. Yeah. That's to me the pick we go with here. Okay. Um so we've Unless talked Hogan. You can introduce any more names we've talked so. Macho. Um You could argue a warrior. Um yeah, warrior was warrior is not a bad choice. Um, Someone who doesn't have a whole lot of Royal Rumble equity. Um, Roddy Piper. I was looking at your figurine over there, and and I thought that too. There's Roddy Piper. Roddy Piper. Um, 
Bret Hart. Bret Hart. So, supporting player Bret Hart. Yeah. Tag team. Hart Foundation, Bret Hart, Hart tag team. Specialist Hart yeah. Foundation, Bret Hart. I, yeah. I like that if we're going to put him in the match. I think that's the best place to put him of all the eras, given the space and availability. Okay. That would be, I would say either we go with, uh, we either go with Bret or, or Savage. Or Savage. Okay. Um, and yeah. Okay. You know what? You're right. Let's, you know, I, I I'm going to lean towards Savage. Let's do Savage. Let's, I'm going to lean towards Savage. Like, he's not known for the world. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's just like, yeah. You're getting the Savage was only, yeah. Savage. Savage was in, he was in the 89, the 90. He was supposed to be in the 91, but he did that spot where he cost Warrior the title. And so therefore he left the building. So there was really only 29 guys in that match, which I find it interesting that they never put a replacement. They just had like a somebody no show. Like there wasn't somebody back there that wanted to be in the match, you know? Right. That's kind of funny that they didn't do that. And then Savage was in 92 and 90. Well, actually, he, yeah, he's, he's not known for any memorable moments in the Royal Rumble match, but he's been in a few. So, so for, and again, what a, the idea that he could create something in yeah. the match would be interesting with the players involved. Yeah. All the okay. So I say Macho. So Randy Savage, Golden Age representing. So now we're fields halfway point right now. So we got 15 entries left. We got 15 on the board. Let's see what this wheel brings us on this build a rumble. Here I'm kicking out at two. Another ruthless aggression. All right. So we got JBL and Eddie so far. Again, we're, we're talking ruthless aggression. Um, you mentioned Hogan. Yeah, this is, this is it seems that seems interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Like we're talking like Hollywood Hogan, red and yellow Hogan. We're yeah. talking. Fuck it. Do we put him in as Mister America? Ooh, uh, you know what I mean. Ooh, that would be interesting. NWO returning Hulk Hogan, Hollywood Hogan. Yeah, well, NWO Hollywood Hogan, like oh yeah. three. Like when he fought Vince, when he was babyface, because he was yeah babyface, red and yellow Hollywood Hogan, or there's Hollywood Hogan heel when he first comes back, or there's like I said, Mister America. Those are the three versions of Hulk Hogan that kind of reside in the ruthless aggression era. He was hot. Yeah, he was on fire as 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 red and yellow. Hulk. I was not the biggest Mister America guy as much as I I have two Mister America I action li- figures I didn't like in my. Either to be fair, I, I get that they were trying to go with the Dusty Rhodes Midnight Rider gimmick. I understand that, and it was supposed to be a big let me up, and then it was going to eventually lead back to Hogan and Vince, which I didn't mind that because I, the history there behind that, I think there was a lot of meat to chew on, um, but I do remember the feeling, and I and I might have told you this, but I was I went to a, a SmackDown taping in 2002 in Bridgeport, and the main event was Hogan and Edge against Kurt Angle and Chris Jericho, and it's very cliche for me to say, but this is the God's honest truth. I felt like I was a little kid watching Hulk Hogan again. The amount, the, the, the how popular he was during yeah. that time period. And it was like a homecoming for him. He was, I think there was a lot of mileage for Hogan during that era. And I was kind of surprised that his run was as short as it was in that small window of time in 2002. You know, when Brock kind of killed him off. Yep. I was kind of disappointed because I thought there was a lot more that they could have done with him, but I understand the direction they were going in. I'm, I'm leaning towards... Yeah, and I think it speaks to this concept because, like you said, there was a lot of mileage of reintroducing this 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 new but old Hogan to yeah. this new audience. era and audience of yeah. WWE, which is, 
there's some mileage to bringing this version of Hulk Hogan to this concept, yeah. to the Royal Rumble, to this yeah. ultimate build a Royal Rumble, perfect Royal Rumble concept. Um, so yeah, we're going to go Hollywood Hogan. Uh, yeah, Hollywood way. Hogan 2002, uh, Ruthless Aggression Because era. we obviously know what new generation, or not new generation, Golden Age Hulk Hogan did, which was win two Royal Rumbles. Yeah, he won two don't Royal Rumbles. Don't want to ignore that slightly. No, no, like... no, you don't. You don't. And he won one of them as the WWF champion. Yes. So, Which I think, if I'm not mistaken, that's probably the only time that someone, as the champion, has won the Royal Rumble. Yes. If I'm not mistaken. That All right. is correct. So we got 14 entries left. Hitting that wheel. Coming up here. What do we got? What are we landing on? We're landing on another Golden Age. All right. Um, We've talked Brett. Yeah. Like, I feel like we need some supporting players. Because I already had one in mind for not for, for like, another era. But since we're on All right, not me, Golden let me, Age. Let me hear what you got. Well, it wouldn't be for Golden Age, okay. but I think he, Brett from Golden Age fits as a supporting player. Yeah. Who's going to just put in work and be there mm -hmm. and, you know, he's going to have some strategy, but he's going to be able to work his ass off with anybody who comes across his way and he's going to eliminate or he's going to team up and he's going to, you know, because he's rather surface level character. You know what I mean? There's no like, All right. we still don't know Brett Hart at that yeah. point. You know what okay. I mean? So that's why I feel like he would fit well. Doing much, you know, he'd work with a with a he'd work with an Andre to help eliminate a, a Sean, or you know what I mean, or whatever, because he was a bad guy back then for a large part of that era. Okay. Um, other people, uh, I was thinking Mr. Perfect on the on that yeah, same so that I, same wavelength. You know Brett. what? Let's just put Mr. Perfect in. I think Perfect's a good one. He's not going to be in really any other era. ruthless aggression. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. I would say yeah. Or I, or unless we were to put NWO Kurt Henning in, into the into yeah, the mix, but yeah, no, Mr. Perfect. I like Perfect. In, yeah. In this, I was thinking Perfect or Rude on that uh, on that. that uh, I'm that, gonna say Perfect. That work. That I'm work say course. Because I mean, unless we're gonna give Rude in this match a spot where he does the robe spot. Which is a pre-match. That would be the first. You'd be you know the first I mean? entry into that, yeah. So that, so I would say, f in terms of plug and play, perfect. Yeah, that from works. From that perspective, that works. I like that because like when you set the field this way, then you kind of have to, then you figure out whose strengths can be brought out. You know what I mean? So, okay. No, I like that. I like that. So perfect. All right, wheel spinning again, and we are landing on another Rumble Virgin. All right. So, you know how I said Lance Armstrong? I don't need to put Lance Armstrong in the Rumble, but we kind of... Other other things that we've talked about since then yep. in my memory. Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris, 1994 Survivor Series. I think that's where you're going. Yep. Walker, Texas Ranger, yep. Chuck and Norris. fended off the, 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 the gaggle of people there to King help. Kong Bundy, Jeff yep. Jarrett, IRS. Yeah. I think there is an interesting... Walker, albeit parody like Texas Ranger. Imagine a, a stare down between Walker, Texas Ranger, Chuck Norris, and Bobby the Brain Heenan. Yeah, or all the heels are beating on the Undertaker, and a Walker, wa Walker Texas Ranger comes in to make the save, yeah. and you got Walker Texas Ranger Roundhouse and the Undertaker, for, a roundhouse kick party. Yeah. And they're standing side by side, fighting all these guys yeah. off. That's not a bad idea. I'm. I was all right. So let's 
he's he's at the top of the list. I'm going to throw a few different names out for Rumble Virgins. Um, I'm thinking I'm, I'm very biased, but I'm I'm liking Lawrence Taylor. WrestleMania 11, Lawrence Taylor. Okay, never in a Royal Rumble, but his angle with Bam Bam kicked off at the 1995 Royal Rumble. All right. Yeah. Um, you know what? But hold on, hold on, hold okay, on. Let me okay, just. I'm, okay. I'm just. I'm. I'm giving us options before we get married to 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 our decisions. Um, I was also thinking to football realm, Steve Mongo McMichael. Okay, I just remember, and I've. Ta- I might have said this before to you, but I, I. I remember when they announced Lawrence Taylor's All Pro Team, and Mongo was. He wasn't even called Mongo then. He was just Steve McMichael. And he was still playing. He was on the all-pro team. They announced Lawrence Taylor's all-pro team that was going to back him up for this match against Bam Bam. And he was guest commentator on on an episode of Monday Night Raw. And he got into a physical altercation with the Supreme Fighting Machine, Kama, who Mm -hmm. represented the Million Dollar Corporation. And I just remember, like, how in... Like, you... if, If you watched it, you... I just remember how intense it was, yeah, no. and if you watched it, you wouldn't think that this was just some athlete or celebrity that was getting involved in the match. Yes, he wasn't like, playing like Gronk was. Like, exactly, he was, was going to fuck up. Yeah, they know, were. Those two up. were beating the shit out of each yeah. other. Like they, like you almost. Like I just remember at, at twelve years old watching it, and I was thinking to myself. That's borderline like real. Like, yeah. they, like, do they not like each other? Like, did they go off the script kind yeah. of thing? So, those are my Rumble Virgin. I like a Norris. I like an LT. LT's a good one, and I think it. I think uh, to stay in the football, also from the All Pro team, the Minister of Defense Reggie White. Yes, would be a good one. I like that. Got some charisma to him. Yep, he's also wrestled. Man. He's, he wrestled Mongo at yep. a Starcade or not Starcade, a Slamboree or yep. something years ago That's in right. WCW. Um, but here's the thing: it's. I think it would be easier to distinguish a Reggie White from we'll just say WrestleMania 11, 1995 versus like Steve McMichael, who was Mongo later. Cause that's mm-hmm. not who we're putting in the match. We're not no. putting in four horsemen with Steve Deborah McMichael. McMichael. Yep. We're not, we're not putting him in. And no. I think, do we want to work hard to make sure people understand that? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So to, but I also like LT for the, again, the nod to history a little bit. Yep. Um, His angle kicked off at the Rumble. Yeah, with and then, Bam Bam. You know, Chuck Norris. I think just outside of the fact that we're talking about Chuck Norris and Roundhouse kicks and being an action hero, uh, he was at the the conclusion of an angle that started at the pri- previous Royal Rumble. Yep. With the you know, and he was the he was the the guy that kind of helped out the Undertaker, not help out, but of make sure the match went straight. Yeah. Based on what make happened, make sure at Undertaker the prior got Rumble. a fair shot at it. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I think the. Th- for picking a, a version here amongst, I think we've got three choices, and it's LT, it's Chuck Norris, and it's Reggie White. Okay, I'm going to. You know, Rumble Virgins. What we got? Michael Hayes, Bobby Heenan, and Razor Ramon. Ramon. I'm gonna go. I, I like Lawrence Taylor. Let's do LT the, for the nod to history. Let's do LT. I, I think, like Lawrence. I think that's Taylor. a good. Again, that was that's. A WrestleMania main event angle started at that yeah. Rumble. Yeah. So I would, in it, in it, yeah, I would, I would say that one. Okay. Lawrence Don't Taylor worry. making we'll it. Get, we'll get you on the board. LT. Eighteen entries into this Rumble. We got twelve left. Going to hit the wheel again as Justin Jots 
puts down LT on the board here. All right, ruthless aggression. All right, ruthless aggression number four. Ruthless aggression number four. Um, we talk, so we got JBL, we've got Eddie Guerrero, we've got Hulk Hogan. Um, <clears throat> ooh, Shelton Benjamin. I I, Shelton I, Benjamin. I like Shelton Benjamin, and I also like Christian. I like Christian too. I think he's got range. Yeah. I think this era of Christian's a little bit more of a little shit. Yeah. And there's some scheming to him. Yeah. He can scheme to win. He can yep. scheme to not lose. That presentation with him and Tomko I thought was really yeah. well done. I liked I liked that that and even with Trish too. I was gonna say even before that with with Jericho. Yeah, the stuff with Jericho was fun See, too. He, yeah, I kinda like Christian here. I think of all the eras, if you had to pick an era that Christian was in where he would be highlighted most it's the ruthless aggression aggression yeah you could make an argument for pg but at the same time i think pg was a little champion you know i think pg was a match gimmick yeah great because i was so happy to see him get there yeah but his best stuff in wwe probably as a singles was ruthless aggression character yeah i would say chris yeah all right let's put him in there represent the ruthless aggression wow that's that's four right there ruthless aggression christian hogan guerrero jbl so we got one more spot for, for Ruth ruthless for ruthless aggression here. All right, the board. We got eleven entries left. Let's see what we put up here. All right, Attitude Era. All right. So to recap, Attitude Era so far, we've got China, we've got Taka Mishinoku, and we've got Stone Cold Steve Austin. Okay. Um, know what name that we haven't brought up from the Attitude Era? Mick Foley. And there's three different versions of him that you could use. Four, if you count Foley as a version. Well, he was actually less of a Foley. He was a Foley in the Ruthless Aggression. Yeah. He he had that spot with Orton in 2004. So it's the three characters. It's either Mankind, Cactus, or or Dude Dude Love. Um, I would have to go. I'm just biased because it was my favorite version of him, but I'd have to go Cactus Jack. I was thinking that too. Based off of that '98 Rumble where he, you know, he started it with Chainsaw and he got the yeah. The other, I would make a Dude Love pitch because Dude Love, the character, is the fantasy of a character that young Mick Foley wanted to be as a wrestler. Yeah, and this is a fantasy match, and I think there is the connection to be made with. Bringing all these multiverse characters in and, and make Foley the man getting to live out his fantasy in a fantasy. That would be, if we're talking storyline, if we're going to throw a storyline into this multiverse build a Royal Rumble, I would say Dude Love. Now, you're talking babyface Dude Love or you talking heel Dude Love that was sucking up to Vince McMahon? Babyface. Babyface Dude Love? Babyface Dude Love, and he's probably not all that serious either, to be fair. Okay. Um, but he's still he's still you know what you because, hold, because he's still a main eventer because mankind and cactus have gotten a, a, the lion's share of the the notoriety for those three personas. I like the idea of putting Dude Love in, in okay. into this match. All right, let's let's so let's put him in Dude Love Attitude Era for this. Like imagine like Dude Love and Shawn Michaels trying to do like an odd couple. 
like spot. Or he tries like, to dude em- saves Sean, but Sean's like, "What the fuck are you doing?" And then he tries you know to emulate I mean? Sean by yeah. doing the kick, and then yeah. yeah, there's like a super kick party with yeah. the two of the sweet shin music and the oh, super kick. I like, know, right? There would be a nice fun spot there. Yeah. The love handle. And yep. There's like, there's some mileage to it, and and there's and there's some there's some mileage. There's some opportunity for like he's dude love and he's trying to live out the fantasy of being the ladies man in this fantasy match, but the darker sides of him is are. They come out at certain points he, in time like, in the match. He's got to like kind of almost pull those parts of him back. Yeah, those intrusive thoughts. Yep. you know what I mean. Yeah, so where um, he could eventually go to that place where he could yeah. be cactus or mankind. You know, yeah. That, that so you darker. can kind of like tease those where maybe he puts that love handle on a little too hard. Yeah, and that that screech comes out a little yeah. bit while he's shoving his fingers down someone's throat, and yeah. it's like, oh shit, and then he's kind of like, oh, or maybe he pulls his hair out like mankind yeah, does. Yeah. yeah, or he goes for a trash can and he's like, wait a minute, I'm a lover, not a fighter. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, yeah. I like that. I like that. All right. Dude so we are we, we got 20 on the board with yep. 10 left. I'm spinning mm-hmm. the wheel right now. Let's see where we are at Statistics here. APG era is going to come up here. Oh, we are at the final ruthless aggression. Final ruthless aggression. Okay. So here's who would, here's who would be off the board if we don't select them. Ruthless aggression. Well, no, I'm sorry. We have to go with Shelton Benjamin here. Because he's he's one guy who will not be on the board anywhere else. That is a good point. Because we could put John Cena in PG era. We could put Randy Orton in PG era. We could put Randy Orton in PG era. We could put Brock Lesnar in PG era. If we wanted to put these guys in the match. But I think Shelton Benjamin is, like, I mean, for all the reasons, like, he was a a signature to Money in the Bank for so many years. Yeah. You're putting. And in many ways, too, if you think about it, if you look at some of his past Rumble performances, even even though he wasn't. He was he was the Kofi spot before Kofi yes. did it. Yes. Like but not as like definitive. Yes, it was more organic. They weren't yeah. they weren't trying to make it happen every Exactly. Year. Like he had a couple of years where he had some really close calls. And then I remember I think there were a few years where it was like two or three years in a row. It was like I think it was like three years in a row. Shawn Michaels was the one to eliminate him each and every yeah. Royal Rumble match. And a part of this too that still gives it some it's not just a spot. He's not just a, a spot guy, mm-hmm. is that there was uh, a time when he got to WWE and was on TV where he was considered a prospect. There was a high ceiling for him. Yeah. He could main event WrestleMania. It was things that were maybe not said overtly, but... He was a part of that class. That, yeah, Pete, that, he was highly thought of. He was in the with discussion with, with Orton and Cena and Batista yeah. and Brock and those guys. And yeah. that Shelton Benjamin, along with all of the spots he could put into a Royal Rumble match with all these moving parts, I think is an interesting guy too. Could he win this thing? Yeah. Could he shock the world? Could he accelerate his his blue chip growth? Yeah. In this huge Royal Rumble. Okay. To me, it's Shelton Benjamin. Yeah. Um, again, yeah. You can't put him anywhere else. Lock him match. in. Like gonna, a gold gonna... standard Shelton Benjamin is not in this match. No, it's, no, it's, no, no. It is. Ain't no stopping me. It's, yeah. yeah. It's it's hot. It's it's prospect team angle ish. Yeah. Shelton Benjamin. That singles run that he, he had. Prior yeah. to team angle. All right, hitting the board again as you Shut are Benjamin. hitting the wheel again as you're putting it on the board. All right, so we got ourselves a golden age. Okay. All right, so for golden age right now, we have Andre the Giant, we have Macho Man Randy Savage, and we have Mr. Perfect. I know I advocated for Bret Hart, Hart Foundation Bret Hart. Um, a couple other names that I want to toss out here that I think would be interesting. A mixed bag of names. Uh, we'll start with Coco Beware. Okay. I just think if he's going to be in a Hall of Fame for no reason, we could put him in a 
fantasy, <laughs> well, Royal, a Rumble. fantasy Royal Rumble for no reason. Put some legitimacy to that Hall uh, of Fame nod. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Um, then there is the Junkyard Dog, I think would be a, a nice entrance moment. A little bit of, you know, some dog butts, head butts with people. There's something there. Um, King Harley Race. Because I have such reverence for Harley yeah, Race, the yeah, performer. I think he would be, even though he would be King Harley Race, he's still yeah. a legend, a living. He was still a living legend even then. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Bret Hart, like I said, I think is a, is another is another. Uh, Bret's a good. And then Hacksaw. 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 Those are probably my candidates for the last two spots. I'm going to throw a name in there. He's he's got a role in the match, but it's not a super standout role, but it's one of those roles that like, like he's, I guess you could say like, he's a mechanic in the match. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Someone that like, but he'll be like presented as like a mercenary. Like he's in there just do punishment. He ain't necessarily in there to win. Okay. Haku. Okay. Haku's a good one. All right. Haku Haku. with Andre and Bobby and perfect. You got the Heenan family in there. They kind of, Okay, Haku's a good one. But I'm, but I, I'm. If we don't got much left for Golden Age, so I'm kind of leaning towards leaning towards Brett. I say Brett. Yeah, because Brett does have a little bit of a mercenary quality to him at that time. As a heel in the Heart Foundation, yeah, yeah. yeah like you know, especially when you look at those Survivor series and stuff, where he's kind of like he's with he's teaming with people. You yep. know what I mean? Yeah, that. Just to put it out there, just to say it, because we've been talking Brett, and I think we need to put him on there. But just to throw it out there for, Anvil? for the not Anvil, Danny Davis. Huh. Just a thought. Okay. If well, we want to lock in Brett now, and then maybe wrestle with that last spot later with Danny Davis on the board, possibly we can. But Danny Davis. Well, you know, it's funny you mentioned Danny Davis because I was actually thinking Jimmy Hart, but Jimmy Hart. I remember as a kid watching once on it was I, I don't know if it was a. If it was Memphis or if it was a show at Madison Square Garden, but Jimmy Hart won a battle royal from being under the ring the entire time. Okay. And then coming in at the end, and I think yep. he dumped somebody over. I don't okay. remember exactly. What, I, I want to say sounds... it was Madison Square Garden, but I, let's just lock Brett in because yeah, I think I Brett deserves Brett. a place and then in this. we take him off the board because we've been talking about him the whole this is yeah. the hard episode. Yeah, Brett, yeah exactly. Brett's Plus, pretty... the Jimmy Hart one is interesting, except I feel like we have that with box Bobby Heenan. Bobby Heenan. Like, exactly. Oh, he's finally getting his ass kicked. Exactly. That guy yeah. is. Um, exactly. That. that that role has been filled. Exactly. So we're going to go Bret Hart. All right. Bret Hart on the board representing the Golden Age. And up next, we have another PG. Another PG. So this will be our second PG era a guy. I think. I think if you're all right, if, if you going to talk about definition of PG, the poster boy. John Cena. Yeah, I think John Cena's fair. John Cena won two rumbles. Again, he's got not much else to go in on. And yeah. he and again, he was in good a good amount of rumbles. Yes. Even though he which is an interesting thing to say despite everything we've talked about with like say Brett. Yeah. He was and in he was a in, lot of Royal Rumbles and he also wasn't. That's just also speaks to his his long. Oh three, oh four, oh five, oh eight, ten, eleven, thirteen. In fifteen, was he in twenty fifteen? Nope. No, Wait. he was in the te- he was in the title match with Brock and Rollins. Yeah, excellent yeah. triple threat match, by the way. Seventeen. He was triple threat matches. Obviously. He was in eighteen. He was in. Wasn't in nineteen. Wasn't in twenty. Wasn't in twenty one. Nope. Was he in twenty two? Nope. nope. Wasn't twenty. So his last Royal Rumble match was twenty eighteen. Yep. 
Which when was Nakamura that? won. Yep. And he, I think he was like in the final four, four or five or whatever. Okay, yep. so yeah, John Cena, PG era. Um, in this, let's remove him. And let's go spin the wheel, make the deal. Okay. We're done with Ruthless Aggression, right? Ruthless Aggression is off the board. Okay, yep. so. We've got one more, just to recap here. We've got one more spot for Golden Age. We've got one more spot for New Generation. We've gotten one more spot for Attitude Era. We've got three spots left for PG, and we have one spot left for Royal Rumble Virgins. Okay. We have hit the last New Generation. The last New Generation. All right. So Brett's obviously gone. Razor's a virgin. HBK, Undertaker, Diesel, Doink. Um, new generation. So, like, do we go? We've got some beef here. We've got like, okay, we've got we've got some solid, serious people in HBK, Undertaker, and Diesel. Doink obviously's got a spot. Do we find someone in the in the generation of occupations? Do we find someone lame? We, I feel like we have to find someone lame to put in here, whether it's the goon or it's Duke the dumpster. Duke the dumpster. To use that to 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 expand off of Duke, he did win that that uh, that match on the free for all to become the thirty. Yeah, that's not historic by no, any stretch, but no. at least it was a featured element of that year, yes. nineteen ninety six. Yes. Um, by the time he got into the match, they didn't give a shit. Yeah, but. no one cared. <laughs> no so one cared. Duke but the dumpster. Um, Again, again, you just rattle off all the a knuckleball Schwartz and Mantar and uh-huh. who's the the rock and roll guy? Man Mountain Rock or something? Man Mountain Rock. Um, um, new generation. The Dean Douglas. Um, okay, here's one. Talk occupations. He had a little bit of a run during this era. IRS, the tax man. It's not a bad one. I look at him more golden age. Yeah. But he did have a little bit of a run. Um, okay. There's also, as we're die, this is more, I feel like more of a rabbit hole at this point, but we've got another. I know we talked about a favorite of mine, Mink Tatanka. I'm almost okay not having him in the match, but okay. another favorite of mine for a brief period of time, Savio Vega. Okay. Or Quang. Could go both ways. Okay. Savio. That's another thing too to 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 harp on. There was some rumbles where there were people that weren't even contracted wrestlers to the company that would be yeah. used. Nineteen ninety seven had a whole contingent of Mexican wrestlers because they were in San Antonio yep. and that you had a regional element to it. Ninety four you had Kabuki yeah. and um Tenru. Uh, Tenru. Ninety five Dick Slater yeah. was in that rumble. Yeah, match. and I almost feel like we we might need to Well, I think that's tip, where the Rumble Virgins kind of come in well, into play too. T- true. But I feel like, especially as the field has been played out, like, do we look at like that invitational element of the Royal Rumble? Uh, okay, you know what I mean. Which is again, uh, El he, he, he I don't remember the guy, El Hijo del Santo or San, uh, Perry Perry Aguayo. I yep. think it was in the nineteen ninety seven. Like, the Latin Lover, yeah. Mil Mascaris. Do we again back to the new generation? New generation. So that kind of, if you want to go into that element, there's. The candidates that would kind of suffice that. I think Quang, at the time... He was a regular on TV. He was a regular? Yeah, because he was managed by Harvey Whippleman. It just didn't okay. last long. Okay. But, it, the, but there is Kabuki. There's the great Kabuki and Tenru. Um, Dick Slater. Dirty Dick Slater. 
Um, wasn't no that Dick Murdoch wasn't in a Royal Rumble. Dory Funk was in the '96 Royal Rumble. That's true. Dory Funk was. Um, yeah. So just just a thought here on doing it like that. Okay. Um, I'm looking at the field and wondering if those can be those spots could be filled elsewhere. Not in the virgin spot. We have one more virgin yeah. spot, and I don't know if we want to use it on that. No. But we've got three PG spots. We've got one in Attitude, one in Golden, or maybe is there an, is there an opportunity to? Here's see? one. Okay. And I think this. I think this would be interesting. It would be an interesting moment in the Royal Rumble match if these two kind of had a moment. What if we put Gold Dust, New Generation, in the Royal Rumble? The bizarre Gold Dust. Like we're talking like very fresh out of the gate Gold I Dust. I like that. And now and then who's you the moment with? Doink. Ooh. Doink's all Doink's got all his tricks up his sleeve, but it doesn't phase the bizarre gold dust. Even Doink gets weirded out by some of the shit that Gold Dust is gonna do in that match. I'm I'm inclined to go with this because outside of that. Like I said, there's either gold dust in my head. There's either gold dust. There's either the occupational route or the the local route, the local like f- invitational route. Yeah. But I kind of like gold dust because I there's attitude era. I mean, he did have a little bit of a run ruthless aggression, but he was more of a comedy act yeah. then. And but the gold dust you're talking about, I think, is the interesting one. The androgynous yes. gold dust. I think let's just do gold dust. Okay, I think gold dust is the way to go. Gold dust. Yeah. Gold dust. Rep- gold dust is going to round out the new generation. So we are done with new generation. Um, on this. Uh, so now we got we got six entries left. We got three PGs. One more Rumble Virgin. One more Attitude Era, and one more Golden, Golden Age. All right, so I'm hitting the wheel now. Let's see what we got that lands on the board, and we are at PG. So who PG, do we put PG? Uh, we put Batista and John Cena. Cena yep. Okay. Um, Let's think of other who are di- people that defined, helped define that era. That's a good way to maybe brainstorm. You got people like The Miz. I was literally just going to say Miz. Who I think is a good... Good guy to to define the PG era. Mm-hmm. Um, Kofi Kingston. I was yeah, that, um, that, that crossed my mind. Uh, let me think here. So yeah, Miz, Kofi, um, Jericho. I wouldn't say he defined it, but he had a significant role in. When he when he came back in 07, he didn't really get the wheels turning until he that run with Shawn Michaels in 08. Yeah. It's just an idea. No, it's just a uh, yeah, name thrown not, out there. I'm not in love with it. No, no, no. Uh, neither am I. I feel like Attitude Era Jericho is probably most memorable, although that is probably his best angle, to be fair, with Shawn Michaels. Yeah. That was one of the best Ever? Angles. That's his best work? I think it might be. Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, yeah. I, you know what? That and the angle he did with Malenko in WCW when he was the cruiserweight champion. Oh, excellent! Yeah, 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 exactly. The, all that cruiserweight um, stuff. I would, I would. That's probably the his defining 
moments. But anyways. You know who I'm we – we left him off the Ruthless Aggression era, and he doesn't really apply to PG, but why wouldn't we have put the Hurricane in the Royal Rumble? Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, and I wouldn't put him in the, as a PG guy. Yeah. Um, and so, he wasn't yeah. around then. No. No, he wasn't. Um, let me think. PG. Hornswoggle? Hmm. There's a spot there. You know, I mean, there's a there's a there's a moment to happen. The under the ring thing, or how much beef we got in the match in terms of big guys? Beef. We got Andre. We got Taker. Diesel. Uh, JBL. We'll call him some beef. Batista. John Cena. Lawrence Taylor. So you know, about a third. Why well, don't consider third. John Cena a, a big guy like a giant? He's more like the giant slayer. I'm thinking like big guys like Kane, a big show. Yeah, that's true. Um, Hell, well, even, I think, a, even a great Kali. Great Kali. And he didn't define the, no. the PG era. But. No, well, but I mean, there's still, it's still worth, he's still a stand. He's a Hall of Famer. He's a yeah. standout. Um, great Kali. <clears throat> Kane. Did we put Orton in? Orton is not in. I feel like on fire in 2009, Randy Orton winning the Royal Rumble. Okay. I think we can do that. Would, would have to. He would have to. I'm ready. I'm good with that. I have nothing against that at all. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I think he's. I think he's. For as much as that era was PG, he. I wouldn't say he wasn't PG, but he. I'm nothing really. Be... Nothing really changed about Randy Orton's character. Well, yeah. Let's go with Orton. Unless you. No, I'm. I. I mean, I, we talked about it earlier. Just a name thrown out there. But if you oh, want to lock. Oh. If you want to lock. One of the guys that I wanted to potentially nail down as just a role player. Mm-hmm. You know, because you're going to have randoms in this. Yeah. Match. Uh, one or the other, but I'll go with one. Speaking of Randy Orton, Cody Rhodes, like a leg from the legacy. Yeah. Or fr- from the the tag team with Hardcore Holly, that brand. OA09 Cody Rhodes. Okay. You could do DiBiase too. Ted DiBiase Jr. Okay. Just a thought. Yeah. Again, you got you, you need some role players that yep. are just gonna throw some people around. Yeah. Gonna be they're gonna you know create a spot. But at the same point, you bring up a good omission that we're slight. Uh, we're light on big guys. Um, and from the PG era, I think okay. I, I already kind of know where you're going. Go if, if you're if you're thinking Phantom Undertaker, then we're doing Kane from the PG. No, era. although that's interesting. But I mean, if we kind of have to, we kind of have to see if we're going to put stare downs and people in frames. We kind of have to see Andre the Giant and Big Show stare look at each other. Yeah, that's the yeah that's that's, that's always yeah that's, that's always that's always in the discussion. Yeah, yeah. Do we? So do we do that now because we also knowing that we have one more attitude era spot, which I don't know if I want to give that to not the big show. So I would say do it now. All right. PG era big show, which could be, you know, knockout big show or Floyd Mayweather big show or Jericho big show. Yeah. Tag with Jericho. So I think big show is probably the the big show. All right. So we have one more virgin, two more PGs. And one more attitude and golden age. All right. Let's hit this wheel. See where we're at. And we have landed on another PG. 
Okay. That's cool. So, again, we talked about The Miz. Um, we talked about Kofi. I know we talked about our truth earlier. Um, PG, PG. Um, talked about Santino. Santino. What about just just throw names out there because he just popped in my head mm-hmm. for no real reason. Daniel Bryan. Um, he did not. He was not in that Royal Rumble that year, and when he won the title at WrestleMania. No, he wasn't. He was not. In 2014. Just a glaring omission. Yeah. Um, and then in 2015, he got tossed out early, yeah. which everybody went bullshit over. Yep. Um, PG era. Do we call Bray Wyatt a PG era wrestler? I mean, I would say probably not based on who he is. And no. He define an era. In fact, he in many ways helped kind of move us to another era. Yeah. The new era, right? The network era, I think, I want to say. Well, I well I know in 2016 they were harping on the new era when yeah. Roman won the belt after WrestleMania and he yeah. had that match with AJ Styles at Backlash yep. the following month and I remember that was verbiage used we're ushering in the new era yeah yeah that's true not on here so yep, there is yeah. no new era yeah um, but Bray Wyatt's career was largely what 13 14 15 yeah you know like that yep closer more to the Hit the best of him was yeah. not the PG era. Correct. Unless we do Husky Harris, who would be a mercenary bit player guy. Okay. Check a box. A Nexus Husky Harris guy. Okay. While we're still in that group, you could talk about Justin Gabriel. Um, Heath Slater. Heath Slater. Okay. Uh, Michael Tarver. Um yeah. You know, just again, now we're throwing in what you would call more extras into the match that just would be in the match that aren't winning. Here, okay, here's one. This probably, this, this, this definitely marks PG era, probably the end of the PG era. Axel Mania. Curtis Axel? Yeah. Michael McGillicuddy? No, Curtis Axel, Axel Mania. Remember when he didn't? get into the rumble and they had that whole they ran that whole couple month little story no he didn't get eliminated didn't get from eliminated, the rumble right that's but yeah yeah um curtis axel running into his father mr perfect in the royal rumble match right. father and son mm-hmm. from the pg era Oof. now are we just putting some of these guys in to create these moments or is there gonna be like, yeah of course yeah. absolutely yeah okay we gotta justify them in yeah. some respect um or it could be Curtis Axel, the failed attempt to make him a star with Triple H. With Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman, yeah. yeah. The whole thing gave him Triple H a concussion and pretty yeah. much there's that version. He was too. done after that. Um, I'll be honest with you, I'm not married to the idea. That's fine. We don't have to go further with it. Zack uh, Ryder. Zack Ryder's another one. Um I'm trying to think. PG era. I like the idea of Miz. Now, if, and here's the thing: if we, I'm also thinking, we could narrow down the PG era to the best of the best because we we're at, we're at two more spots here. The, the best of the PG era, the 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 the, the most volume of the PG era. If you're be, doing that, then just just to just to narrow th- some things down, just for all right discussion purposes. Instead of doing variety, yeah. Well, no, not even that. Just it, I'm talking timeline wise. So, okay. To me, the PG era got a little less PG probably when Punk dropped dropped his pipe bomb. It's probably when it started. 2011. To, like it peaked there. It's probably yep. when. Okay. 
you know, when we started calling it the PG eras. Right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so let's just say, pr- just to find a time frame to dig into for a minute here, pre-punk pipe bomb, Miz is definitely a guy who falls under that 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 time frame. Um, Zack Ryder, not so much. Now you're looking for, now what kind of player are you just, looking just for here? Whoever's available to really kind of. Orton's so, still oh, on the table. Oh, right. So there's Orton. Um, I had the name escaped me. I had it. Um, Orton, Edge, Kane. Trying to think who else was involved in that era. Orton, Edge, Kane. Sheamus, even. You could make an argument. I like the Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan and Eddie Guerrero started at number one and number two in the Royal Rumble match. That's not bad. That's not bad at all. Um, That's got some legs to it. Rey Mysterio. He's probably more ruthless. Yeah. But noted. Um... Hmm. Tricky one, huh? Yeah. We got Batista Cena. Big show. Big show. With two Batista left. Cena, big show. You know what? I think he's going to be a guy who, if you kind of built a movie poster of the era that you're going to put on there, you're probably going to put Santino on there. That's another way I feel like you can look at this too. Okay. Like, if you're creating, like, WWE PG era the movie. Yeah. John Cena's going to be front and center. He was, a, gonna he flank was him largely a part of it. Okay. Big need, Show will be on that poster, too. You need some let me up. Santino is a guy, like we talked about with Hacksaw. Hacksaw is a guy you talk about when you talk about the golden era of, of WWE. Yeah. When you talk about the, the PG era of WWE, you're going to talk about. He was in a lot of stuff, yeah. You're going to talk about Santino. You need some comedy. And I think he can provide that i think santino's a good 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 spot here okay all right let's let's lock PG him era. yeah let's lock him in there santino morella for the pg era of this build a rumble which leaves us one spot left so we're down to literally we're down to rumble virgin we have one we have one spot everywhere except for, for new, new generation, generation and ruthless aggression and ruthless aggression all right so let's hit this wheel here see who we got we're down to the final four and we are at Attitude Era. Okay. <sighs> Attitude Era, I think you kind of have to look at... Okay, do love Austin, China, Taka. I feel like we have a good amount of athletes that are going to do some things. Like a guy like Shane McMahon may not necessarily be yeah. on the cards here. Or Billy Gunn. He was, he was considered very athletic during yeah, that time period. I probably don't need a Billy Gunn. I think, again, representative of the era. What are, You're going to talk about people like Vince McMahon. You're going to talk about the Rock. Maybe, the Rock, of course not maybe. The Rock. Triple H. Yeah. Even. In the same way that Santino is to PG, you're going to talk about Al Snow. Al Snow was a guy. Yeah. The Godfather. The Godfather. Um, Hell. 
he had some rumble spots with all the hoes and all that. Before you get to that thought, two guys that come to mind. Well, not two guys, but it opens up a genre. Ken Shamrock, Steve Blackman. There's a whole hardcore element that we have that we haven't even. Crash Holly. Crash Holly. Yeah. Hardcore Holly. Yeah. Yeah. You even talk about Kane with Paul Bearer. You know. Yeah. Again, this is the last spot. Yeah. Are we okay with maybe The Rock not being on it? Are we okay with Triple H maybe not being? Triple H would he have could, a slight possibility at PG era. Yeah. But he was part timer by that point. But still, he worked it. He, I mean, meaning like DX and you know and all the different iterations of that. And, yeah. You know. I mean, if we were to oh nine WrestleMania. Yeah. Shame, like so, there's a Triple H to ponder. But Kane is a hard one to leave off, to be very honest, if we're going to go look through. Because I think Kane does cover some hardcore in terms of just the stuff that he was mixed up in. And you also brought it up earlier, too. That that moment when he got the record of the most guys eliminated in a single Rumble match, that was when he was in the Attitude Era. Yeah. He is the – he was the – I think it's Kane. Yeah. I, don't, I, I think he – Yeah. It's Kane. Yeah, we can put. Yeah, we could lock Kane in. Yeah, I like that idea. It's gonna be Kane. I, I think. Yeah. He, yeah, you don't. You don't. Other ones are omittable. Yeah, are more omittable than Kane. All right. All right. So three left here. Three left. What do we got? We got our last Rumble Virgin, our last Royal Rumble okay, Virgin. So we talked about for Virgins. We talked about Chuck Norris. We talked about Shaq. Shaq. We talked about we and we we've added some beef here. You got Big Show and Kane in this match. Yeah. By the way. Andre um, and JBL, Diesel. And Andre and Diesel. So we got a fair amount of LT, big guys. You can yeah. call some. It call beef. Yeah. He's a, Batista. Athlete, but yeah, we get. So there's a lot of side. We, I think we yeah. we helped, you know, fill that part of the shelf. Up. Yeah. Um. So. Virgin wise. Now, there's a couple categories we could dive into. We could dive into the celebrity category, like we talked about Chuck Norris and Lance Armstrong mm-hmm. and Shaq. You know what I mean? So yep. Outside of wrestling. Then there is, which we already kind of dove into, the pre-WWE with Michael Hayes. Not a... Guys who've never been... Yeah, never yeah. Re- never. We were. talked Brody. We talked... Yeah. Cause like, and then we talk about a guy who was... In a couple of these eras, but never got into a match and Razor. So I feel like we've we've really had a good variety for the virgins. So do we? I propose picking someone. This might be going against some sort of cardinal rule. I'm kicking out at two here, but is there someone in today's wrestling landscape who has never wrestled in a Royal Rumble that you could almost, he's the not the main character, but he's going into the time machine to enter this match. That's never been in a Royal Rumble before. Hmm. Can we find, is there someone in today's, we'll say post-COVID wrestling landscape in WWE who's never wrestled in a Royal Rumble match? That we could that is our that is our um to to give some story like he's first our, person that came to mind he's our Marty McFly. Oh. First well, I was thinking solo Sokoa. Okay, solo's a solo's an option. Yeah. Let's let's make that's he's yeah. 
He's an option. Rumble virgin. And since we're talking about people who weren't in WWE, this kind of opens it up to like an AEW guy. Yeah. I was, or, yeah. You know what I mean? Or someone in Japan. Yep. Or something like that. Impact. Having some kind of international flavor to the match has always been appealing. Um, maybe somebody like an, a Kazuchika Okada. Okay. I'm thinking we talk about stepping into a time machine. There is also uh, Kenny Omega. Yeah. It's Kenny Omega. Um, I'm not against that. I'm not against Omega. Um, trying to see who else in AEW currently that I think would fare well in this type of match. Um I know he's not one of your favorites, but because he's very unorthodox. I think I know who you're going to say. Eddie but, Kingston. Yeah, that's, that's what I thought you were going to yeah. say. Yeah. I'm not, a, I don't hate it. Um, see, like, I'm almost looking at it like this is the person we're seeing the match through now. See, I'm not looking at that like that's like fine. That and that's way. fine. That's fine. But so, um, let me think. Who else? We've just opened up the, the, the Pandora's box here. The one present day person. Solo seems like a really good idea. Um, MJF? <sighs> even though, you know, really e- even though the, 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 the signing, the, the, the War of 24 really oh, is not centered really... around him. I mean... That's a really good one. He's going to be incredibly he, topical. It's relatable. He's he's going to be the future of the industry. If he's, you know what I mean. Yeah, I mean he's like, the present now in some regard. I I like that one. That's that I that like that, one. that stands out as variety. He's from another yeah. organization currently. It's a variety. It's 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 topical even though we're not here to be topical yeah uh but like i said in the in in the silo that we've jumped it's down, that forbidden door that everybody's yes. talking about and again like we have a fuck ton of variety in the virgin category again a wrestler who just never happened to make it yeah razor a non-wrestler who again checks the i want to see him get his ass kicked and bobby heenan yeah uh i a guy who never had a chance to be in a Royal Rumble and Michael Hayes. Yeah. And then a celebrity. That that's a that Lawrence is a Taylor. potpourri. Yeah. Um, so I think MJF's Yeah. Yeah. Let's MJF's do it. That one. Let's do it. I like it. I like it. I like it a lot. MJF. Part of the Rumble Virgin category, which now Which eliminates. is even more ironic because that's like something you would hear him like use as a diss yeah. being a virgin. So all right, so we've landed on our last PG. So, so last PG. So um last PG. Cena, Batista, Big Show, Santino Santino. So Cena Batista kind of puts you in like the these guys define the era mm-hmm. type of category, right? Big Show, stare down for Andre. Yeah, Santino, kind of like the comedy bit. The let me up. Now, do we have a? I think you either you talk about like a utility guy a little bit. You talk about kind of a interchangeable parts guy. There's a Kofi Kingston case to be made here. 
Miz. You know, Miz, I think, is a very strong one because yeah. I think he defines this era as much as almost anybody. Yep. Um, Daniel Bryan yep. is another one. Now, if we're going to talk about spots, like you talked about, imagine Eddie and... and uh, Bryan opening it. Right. If we don't have... I like that type of moment as well, like mm-hmm. putting two... Two studs that have two never hooked up or before. Two names, yeah. Or like the two like parts, yeah. Or two a fantasy, yeah. Of sorts, whether it's a fantasy as wrestlers or a fantasy as draw cards, yeah. Um, if you were to do it from the workman's angle with an Eddie, you also have perfect that he could go one and two with, yeah. Theoretically, if we were picking in that vein, okay. Shawn Michaels, Shawn Michaels. So yeah. there are no shortage of people that he could go toe to toe with, yeah. In a fantasy, like, oh my God, these are the numbers one and two. Yep. Um, so maybe so does that eliminate Brian and then you could slot Miz in in that fifth role is that where you're kind of going at theoretically so then I that at least I feel like we could take Brian off the table and talk that makes sense Miz we can talk about Kofi that makes sense Um, is there other people that we could talk about do we talk about maybe we're talking about getting people in the same frame together PG era Beth Phoenix I know we didn't talk about not putting I know we mentioned not putting another woman on but there is China yeah that could tell the story of the evolution of women. You know what I mean? Could. How far they've come. That it that, could that uh, that can be sprinkled into it could it, her inclusion into the Royal Rumble. Okay, as it, well as appetizing that fantasy it matchup. Could. Um, um, there's there's so like I said, Miz, Kofi, Beth Phoenix, um, <clears throat> PG era. Um, PG era. I'm also just looking at the other eras and trying to see like, okay, like who could, who would, I could see like from PG matching up with these guys. Mm-hmm. Um, let me see here. PG era. Um, So are you eliminate Randy Orton from the discussion? Because he's come up a few times. No, I haven't. I don't think he's off the table. So that's another one. Miz, Kofi, Beth Phoenix, um, Randy Orton. Um, let's talk about Rumble winners in that time frame. We talked about Cena. We've got Orton. We've got uh, Edge. Edge. Del, Del Rio. Rio. Um Seamus one and twelve, Cena one and thirteen, yeah, and then fourteen. Was, fourteen was Batista. So that, yeah, so that's more or less the era. Fifteen yeah. was um, what's it called, the Roman, um, and it's like new, fresh out of the Shield Roman. It's not. Yeah, it's not Tribal Chief, Chief Roman. Roman. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, <sighs> we already locked it in. But what, could could have that been a virgin? tribal chief roman that could have been and that would have been even better i think that that, that could have been yeah we locked mjf yeah, in we but we can't go back we, but you know there's always next that year that would have been that would have <laughs> been the ideal like step into the time machine the main character of the show today yeah that yeah um c- cementing his legacy as the as the real mm-hmm. go 
against all of this, right? But MJF yeah. is kind of ascending to that. So, like, that, I think, is a great story yeah. to be able to possibly tell. Um, you know, this lifelong fan of yes. WWE. You know what I mean? Yes. So, I think there it, it still plays well. So, I'm not, I don't regret it. I keep going back to Miz. I think Miz is a good one. I, I really keep going back to it Miz. It takes Orton off the board altogether. Just bear that in mind. Yeah. We don't need a Kofi. We've got a Shelton. I was going to say, too. Um, like, I was going to say got that. Guy, we've got Eddie. We've got Taka. You know, we've got... We've got some But you also, at the same time, you don't even need Savage. Miz. You don't even need Miz because you have, like, the chicken shit heel and, like, a JBL. Yeah, you know, Miz is gonna play that true. in in that type of in that type of a situation, the scenario. True. So, what are we missing from the PG era, though? So that's where we got to look at it from the PG, the uh, uh, kind of something that stands out in the PG era that helps define it, as mm-hmm. well as like what the match needs. Yeah, what the match could use, what could be beneficial yep. with that person. What does that person bring to the table? Which is why I think Beth Phoenix is standing tall right now and as we talk about this but i'm open to you also said too earlier like a mercenary well like a utility kind of mechanic like some not nameless but someone that like a henchman somebody to assist yep um you mentioned cody or dibiase in Uh that kind of a role um from legacy in 2009 that's not a bad idea um, I might lean towards Cody, and if if that's something that we're looking at from, well, no, or or we go dashing Cody Rhodes. That's not bad either. Chosen one, Drew McIntyre. Ooh. That's not a bad one at all. Ooh. That was like him being put in that spot during that Ooh. era was people's I mean yeah, I don't remember was... I don't remember fans being too thrilled with it because no, they had like yeah. McMahon behind yeah. it and they thought like, you know, that that chosen one thing really kind of like pegged him put like separated him from everybody else and then eventually over time that became part of his story when he returned back was that he was pegged as this chosen one but does he define pg though that's the thing yeah that's where i go back to miz yeah um miz could also here's and that's here's the great part about that right i said earlier well we don't need a chicken shit heel because you have someone like a jbl okay santino has a little bit of comedy let me up right Mm mm-hmm Miz could also be that comedic in the heel sense, you know, maybe yeah. an early elimination. There, you know, yeah. like he's, he's, he's he could eat it, he could eat it, and it won't hurt him. Exactly. But at the same time, you, we say JBL checks chicken shit. I don't think JBL checks chicken shit as much as we want him to. He's also like a fucking rotten man. Yeah, like he's a rotten man. <laughs> he's like a shrewd. Yeah, yeah. He's a like yeah. The whole like while there is stuff that's funny and kind of like oh that's real slime. He's like a rotten yeah. dude, like a yeah. bully. Yeah, that's yeah. So I've so so there is there okay. are those variances between okay. the two where I think Miz I think Miz is more chicken shitty than than GPL. Yeah. But at the same time, Miz is also kind of a piece of shit too. Yeah. So. He's a piece of shit in different ways. Yeah, exactly. I'm kind of leaning back towards Miz. I think, and I, again, when you when you when you produce the movie WWE PG, he's going to be on the poster. Oh yeah, 
I mean, look at headline of WrestleMania. He headlined right, the WrestleMania at, at as the PG champion. Era. Yes, as the champion, they did a video package, which was probably one of the best video yes. packages they ever did with with Nas's "He Hate Me Now" yep. song in the background about his journey and his story to get yep. to where he was. Hundred percent. And that was like that was the heart of not the heart, but that was like the, that was a, a main focal point of that era was his growth. Absolutely. As a as a as a performer. All right. So we so. All right, we've locked in Miz from the PG era. So Hold now on. here's another just 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 to add some uh, some color. Is it Miz with stunt double Sandow coming into the match? No, I like I know it's to, because it's we're, no, it's Miz with Alex Riley. Okay, yeah, fine, great. Yeah. The accessory can be used for the match. Yes, exactly. It's I Miz, like that. it's Miz with Alex, okay. or it could even be Miz with John Morrison. Okay. But I like. I Miz prefer with, Riley. Yeah, I, I prefer you, Riley as well. Yeah. Okay. We so we have to, one last spin here, and it's for the golden era. The golden age. Yes. So, who do we got for the golden age? We got, we got Savage, Andre, Andre, Savage, Perfect, and Brett. Hard okay. Foundation, Brett. So, we've already got Hogan. Yep. That's just who you're gonna. We're all gonna think about. Yeah. We've already got. I'm talking about. I'm also thinking like, do well, Flair wouldn't count. Well, would he? He was 92. 91, 92. It would be hard to leave him off of this. But, all right, let's look at... Flair's a name. We'll we'll stick with Flair. Flair's a name. I think Piper's a name you could put in there. I think Warrior. Okay. Um, Duggan. That's right. We did talk okay. about Duggan. Talked about Duggan. Not crucial, but it. But no, but from it, a historical it, it, standpoint, it, it, it plugs in. It makes it sense. Um, we mentioned Rick Rude earlier. Um, Golden Age. Um, Jimmy Snuka. Jimmy Snuka. Um, That's not a bad one. Just trying to, yeah. I, Go maybe a little bit further back. Does the Iron Sheik get in here? Oh, Bubba. Jake the Snake. Jake the I mean, a snake spot where all... Actually, I almost like that one just for the spot. He does the snake spot in all these pure legends yeah. of, w, of WWE multiverse history. Yeah. All share at least one thing in common if they're all different is that they're afraid of its, of, of snakes, which is what speaks to Jake the Snake's and if you're making a golden era poster, he's on making it. a movie. Yeah. He's cast. There's a there's a casted yeah, role for him. He's on it. Okay. I almost think you got to go Jake the Snake Roberts. All right, let's do it. I like that Jake the Snake Roberts. Jake the Snake Roberts to round out the golden, the golden era of, um, of the Royal Rumble. Um, so all right, let's 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 break. So let's run off the list here. Let's. All right, give me one second. Yeah. I, Tabulate Jake Roberto, Jake Roberts. All right, all right. So break down this field. Let's go. Let's. What we got here? The final thirty of the kicking out of two. Build a Royal Rumble. So from the Golden Age, we have Andre the Giant, the Macho Man Randy Savage, Mister Perfect. The one half of the Hart Foundation's Brett the Hitman Hart and Jake the Snake Roberts. For the new generation, we have the Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels. We have The Undertaker, specifically the Phantom of the Opera version, Undertaker. And by Phantom of the Opera, I mean the mask. 
that he wore. This was after King Mabel and Yokozuna crushed his face on an episode of Monday Night Raw. Yes. And then we've got Evil Doink the Clown. We've got Diesel. Big Daddy Cool Diesel, or we didn't really specify that, or Bodyguard Diesel. I think I think he was more defined than the new generation. If we're talking about what embodies and represents, then we're talking about uh, Big Daddy Cool. Really at least in my enough. opinion, that's fair. That's fair. We just never really we just never went yeah deep with it. Then we talk about early Gold Dust, like very right out of the gate, androgynous, creepy Gold Dust. Um, then we move over to the Attitude Era, where we bring in China, the one woman who made this match of the small handful that participated in it. Mm-hmm. We've got Takamishinoku. Just for the purpose of seeing him. Just to see him and repeat the uh, Royal Rumble 2000 spot, but also of light heavyweight championship fame and Kai fame. Indeed. Then there is Stone Cold Steve Austin, who currently still holds the record as the having won the most Royal Rumbles at three. 1997, 1998, and 2001. That's right. And then Dude Love makes the cut. Ow, of All of the various McFoley characters, that is the one we chose. And then we have Kane, who for a long time held the record for the most eliminations in a single Royal Rumble match, which I believe was 11 or 12. God, I want to say it was something like that. Yeah, it was 12. <clears throat> yeah, might have been 11 or 12. And I think, boy, Roman break it at like... 2014? He broke it in 2014, yep. but he broke it by one, right? Yeah. And then I think Brock broke it. Or he might have tied. I think, yeah, one of the... I'm not sure yeah. exactly. Yeah, in 2020, he might have yeah. tied it or broke it by one, too. But anyways. Yeah. So then Ruthless, we move over to Ruthless Aggression, where we've got JBL, the longest reigning champion in SmackDown history, which I guess is no longer the case. As Roman Reigns has surpassed him. Yeah. We've got Eddie Guerrero, classic Eddie Guerrero of the Ruthless Aggression era, low rider and all. Yeah. We've got Hollywood Hulk Hogan of red and yellow baby face variety. This is where think we've we've 2002. Two, he just came two, back. Yeah, he had the coming WWE off the championship match, run, coming off the match with the Rock at yep. WrestleMania. Hulkamania the, was reborn. Old, and, what, it's old as new again. Yep. But he brought a little bit of that Hollywood flavor to mm-hmm. it. Yep. And then we've got Christian. Uh, at last, he is on his own, and he is here. <laughs> I um, like that. That like version that. of Christian, although this version that we, like we said earlier, is is probably most the Jericho, Christian, Trish, 03 version. I'd say like 03 to 05. 04. Yeah, that area. Like 05 when he was starting to like really come like into his own, and like they were teasing him with Cena like right before he left to go to TNA. Yeah, so I, I, the last I like, couple years in the ruthless aggression area and then blue chipper shelton benjamin yep makes the list as i mean if you talk about a moment that personifies ruthless aggression it would you know that spot on raw that's the super kick, kick Shawn michaels I mean? catches him in midair yeah. it makes all the highlight Beating reels. triple h you know on a raw that's right so shelton beating benjamin. jericho at the first taboo tuesday yeah, again for the intercontinental again, title a shelton benjamin that had a high ceiling and high hopes from all of us yeah um, as a youngster, way back when, yep. makes the list here and would be full of tons of different types of moments and spots amongst mm-hmm. this field. Uh, then we talk about the PG era moving along nicely, and to 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 start, we go with probably the two you know the two pillars of that era, John Cena and Batista, being people that were going to be in this match. Of course, in that era, they both won two two Rumbles. You know what? I, I I'm 
I'm well, gonna, no, I'm sorry. Batista won one in the Ruthless Aggression. Yeah, but. I'm going to disagree with you about Batista being a pillar during that PG era because Batista was hurt for a period of time, and he had left like roughly around 2010. But even though we've considered 2014 to kind of still be a part of that PG era, um, I, I really feel like he was a pillar more in the Ruthless Aggression era when he came into his own in the singles right. when he beat Triple H at that WrestleMania. Okay, I guess maybe pillar wasn't the word, but he's more like what Savage was to Hogan in the Golden Age, Batista was to Cena in the PG era. Yeah, because that you know what? That's that's a great way to look at it because that was the 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 sticking point when they when, when Batista they and Cena collided. finally wrestled at WrestleMania yep. that year. Okay, that's a great way to so look at it. So we Batista and John Cena, two of the big the two Biggest names of that era, probably. The Big Show, you know, and we're talking Jarrah Show, Miz Show, Knockout Artist, mm -hmm. Big Show, WMD, or whatever they yeah. called him, uh, Big Show. And then, of course, uh, another name, another character, Santino Morella, you know, boy, jealous boyfriend Santino. Yeah. Uh, you know, that, that Cobra era. Santino. Yeah, Cobra Santino. Yep. Um, Need a little let me up, some comedy yeah. in the match. And then a, a very, def you know, if you talk about build a superstar to fit the PG era, the Miz I yeah. think, was certainly one who will round out the PG bucket of wrestlers. And then we talk about our Royal Rumble virgins. Again, these are these are people who've never wrestled in a Royal Rumble before, and we have a nice variety here. Starting off with Razor Ramon and his time in WWE from nineteen ninety late ninety two to nineteen ninety six. He had never wrestled in a Royal Rumble. Had participated in and was on cards in different singles matches, but never actually in the 30-man Royal Rumble match. Correct. Bobby the Brain Heenan has sent many of his wrestlers down the ring, down to the ring, to participate and eliminate people in Royal Rumbles. But himself, he was never in one, as he's not a wrestler. So why not see the man that so many wanted to get his ass kicked in a Royal Rumble yep. match? Let him get tossed around a little bit. Uh, a wrestler from much further along of yesteryear, the territorial days, Michael P.S. Hayes of Freebird fame. Dude, dude, dude. Um, I mean, I, I, th I, I think that's just a very sound pick. I like that a lot. Very smart thinking man's wrestler mm -hmm. with a group to, to kind of flank him out. And I think he would fit well in a field with different wrestling legends. And then we kind of picked here a celebrity. And uh, this celebrity probably has the most acclaim of any celebrity in the history of wrestling. If you think about it from the standpoint that he main evented a WrestleMania, yep. that would be like that would be like John Cena winning a Super Bowl MVP. Yeah, literally. Yep. So that would be Lawrence Taylor, and Lawrence Taylor having done that puts it where his his time in WWE began at a Royal Rumble. Yes, uh, makes that a fitting. Uh, inclusion on his end and then we kind of went with a weird one at the end here that i think was a very appropriate one with all these different people pulled from all these different years and eras and months and phases of their careers we decided why don't we find someone who's never wrestled in a royal rumble who is currently operating in the wrestling landscape today and we decided to land with maxwell jacob friedman mjf of aew fame the once former AEW World Heavyweight Champion, he gets to enter the perfectly built Royal Rumble and collide with all these different wrestlers that he grew up watching, idolizing, imitating, and imaginating. Um, 
Yeah, I think we I think we created a nice nice little masterpiece nice, here. Nice stacked little Royal Rumble there. I like it. I dig it. That's our. We'll have the the list of participants up on our social media uh, for all of you to uh, take a look at. But of course, uh, thank you also very much. Press and play, hit and download, um, liking, subscribing, rating, and reviewing. This has been a lot of fun. Before we go though, before we put this one down for the three count, or should I say, before we throw the show over the top rope and hopefully both of its feet hit the floor. Um, we're talking Royal Rumble. As of as of this recording, mm-hmm. Roman Reigns is scheduled to defend the 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 WWE Championship against LA Knight, Randy Orton, and AJ Styles. We have a men's rumble. We have a women's rumble. Logan Paul against Kevin Owens for the United States title. And hanging in that space of discussion as we are in the early stages of WrestleMania season is The Rock's most recent appearance on television pretty much calling out the tribal chief Roman Reigns. Give me your quick picks on who's going to win the the two title matches and the two rumbles and your thoughts on what direction you think they're going in with the rock. What I think, what I think and what I want are two different things. Okay. Or what I want is for Cody to finish the story. Yep. And I want him to win the Royal Rumble because I don't think it's too much of a, I don't think it's too repetitive. I think it makes sense. Um, and I want him to get that match with Roman by winning the Royal Rumble. But the noise is strong for The Rock. Yeah. So what I think is still very much in play is WrestleMania and with The Rock and Roman. Roman. And maybe Cody's involved in that too. But Rock and Roman, I think of it from the business side of it. Uh, you're talking about increasing sponsorship dollars. You're talking about all those things. The tickets are sold and paid for. The people are going to watch, right? Yeah. But you're talking about the other elements of the business that WWE has been looking to level up on. Yeah. And someone like The Rock is going to be a perfect selling point for the company's biggest show of the year, biggest show of all time, first, the first WrestleMania, WrestleMania in the TKO Endeavor Endeavor leadership era of, yeah. of WWE control. Um a non-McMahon. Yeah, this, first is, WrestleMania. this is their crack at it. And while it might make more sense to do it at, say, Elimination Chamber, where I think would be great, and it has tons of business sense involved in that, too, that I think is no secret to most, I think I think you're going to see it at WrestleMania. I, You know what? I'm, I'm with you. I, what I want is I want Cody to finish his story. I don't want him to win the Rumble, okay? Um, but I think that they can get there with him and Roman somehow. Mm -hmm. Um, Yes, there is a lot of noise for Rock and and Roman, but I also think that because of this new leadership that they are under with TKO and Endeavor, that they're going to try different... TKO and Endeavor, they know that WrestleMania eyeballs are going to be on that show Mm -hmm. because the tickets are sold, okay? They know that under the leadership of Nick Khan, from from a corporate standpoint, that... They know that that show is going to be a success financially for them because it is an established brand, okay? Mm-hmm. What I think that they're trying to do is they're trying to establish these, as what us fans call these B-shows, yeah, to be exactly. on the same yeah. level as WrestleMania. Yep. Here's a few factors. You and I have discussed this in private, but it's bear, it bears mentioning publicly on this podcast. Perth, Australia, apparently has a large Samoan contingent, large Samoan community, okay? Rock and Roman both being of Samoan descent, 
okay, having this match take place in that that stadium has already sold 45, 50,000 tickets mm-hmm. from what I, mean, I like capacity of like 60 or they 70. have 60 or 70 depending on the production configuration if they do a big elaborate stage or if they do like a small entrance like they've been doing at some of these more recent ple's like survivor series where they try to get as many bodies in the building as possible i think that's kind of the route that they got that they are going to go in for this show mm-hmm. because they know that people are going to australia never gets a major show like this right so it's so they i think they're banking on people showing up you have this large samoan contingent a, the the Australian government has allegedly negotiated to include Rock into this show. They have been part of this They've process. Campaigning for They've that, campaigning right? for it. I don't know if it's they fronted up money financially to get him a part of it, but right. they've been in the discussion. It's not just here. We want your show and whoever's on it. They wanted to dictate his involvement in the show as well, Absolutely. allegedly. Okay. Him, his involvement in this show, I think, sets the table, pun completely intended, <laughs> for these international PLEs to be major money makers, if not more so for them to remove the stigma of them being B yeah, shows exactly. no, and I putting agree. them on that level of a Royal Rumble and Absolutely. a WrestleMania. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think that there's room to do both. Absolutely, I, totally I agree. think there's room to do Roman and Rock in a non-title affair at the at the Elimination Chamber in Perth, Australia, in front of this large Samoan community. Draw a big house. Now, a lot of fans. I had an argument with somebody on Twitter about this this morning. They were of the argument that more people are going to watch it at WrestleMania because it's WrestleMania, and Rock wouldn't come back to do a bullshit B-level show or whatever. Mainly because. Of the time zone difference. They're 14 or 16 hours ahead of us. So if this is a live show, we're going to be watching that on a Saturday morning at like 8 o'clock in the morning. No, like 4.30 or or 5. Okay. Yeah. But but I don't think that that WWE, Endeavor, TKO, that they are in that, that they care much about the live views as opposed to the overall streaming and how many it's like a 24 pe- hour next day like yeah it's not like pay-per-view where it's yeah. like how many people watch the live broadcast and you know what i mean how many pay-per-view buy rates again mm-hmm. i don't think that they're that, that that's of, of concern I t- to I that i tend to agree with okay you, so i think that it's more holistic view of it it's not the time zone i don't think that's on their radar because they know that if it's rock and roman People are going to watch no matter what. I'll wake Whether up it's early for that. either we wake up early for it or we wake up at a normal time and watch, and, it. And watch it later. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Regardless of what the results are, regardless of the spoilers, mm-hmm. you're going to watch it. Yep. So I don't think that that is in the discussion. I no, think I agree with you on that. I think there's room for Rock and Roman, non-title, and I think there's room for Roman and Cody at WrestleMania. If you think about it, Roman finally beats this mountain that he's been trying to climb for so long in the rock. Okay. And now he's presented as this unstoppable juggernaut heading into WrestleMania against the guy that he had already defeated a year prior, Mm -hmm. screwed him over. Okay. Mm -hmm. And Cody Rhodes, Cody's trying to finish his story. Yep. It makes Cody's victory and his story that much sweeter at the end. If he not only gets his redemption on the guy that screwed him last year, takes his title and dethrones him and ends his record title reign and beats the guy that beat The Rock. Mm-hmm. Okay? Absolutely. Beats the guy that The Rock couldn't beat. All right? So that's where I... Th- and, and I think there's still room for Rock to be a part of WrestleMania. Now, does that does that necessarily mean that 
Maybe Roman wrestles both nights. I mean, yeah, I guess it's, it's possible, possible, but I don't but think I don't think it's necessary. I don't. Yeah, I don't think it's necessary. I still think there's room for Rock to be a part of the story, and Rock even. And here's the other thing too. A lot of people are banking on Rock's comments on Pat McAfee's show a while back where he said that he'd be available for WrestleMania, okay? That was also during the the, the Hollywood actor strike and the writer strike, right. okay? Now, a lot of these studios are trying to catch up on what they they're lost start, in production. Yeah, they're starting up again. Okay? So maybe Rock and Roman at Chamber is strictly for a scheduling purpose because he's not available for WrestleMania, even yeah, though he said he was definitely. at that time. Now, he still could be at the same time, yeah, too, all absolutely. right? Because who's to say that, like, I mean, back in September when he said that, that, like, he was on strike, but, hey, as a striking employee. who This could change in a few months. Well, a striking employee could just say, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to go. I have to, I have to eat. I have to go make money. Yeah. I'm going to go and, and look for work. Yeah. And he could theoretically do that. He and could dangle it, that in front of, you know, a, produ- a producer or, just, or whatever. Or just do it. And, and then when, and when they decide that they got to call people back rock and say well i got hey, this booked for hey, I, april or, hey when we are on strike i booked this Sorry, yeah guys exactly i don't know how that works for a yeah yeah but yeah it's just a possibility yeah I think, it's very I think, possible like i said I, I i want to see the match more at elimination chamber because i yeah. don't think it needs to happen at wrestlemania the only difference with everything you said that i agree with everything i want to see it that way is i would just you might as well just put the, the belt on the line I don't think the predictability element of it matters at this point anymore. Furman's already going to win. You know, we're like I've talked to you about before, like it's the, the challenge is going to be to make us think that the rock could win. And that's going to be the moments in the details in the near fall. Now here's the close, it, now, the close calls. That's going to matter. Cause to me, Roman can't call himself the head of the table. Couldn't, could never call himself the head of the table until he was the champion. You know what I mean? Like, and therefore, the and therefore, if he, if someone's going to gonna challenge him to be the head of the table, then he's probably going to have to feel inclined to put the title on the line against well, the Rock. I think from a storytelling device, like head of the table to us doesn't mean anything because we're not a part of the family. We yeah, yeah, yeah. The table that matters to people in the quote unquote family. Yeah. But how that's transferred to something relatable mm-hmm. is through the belt. Yeah. So to me, the belt matters in that element it's yeah. not i don't want to say crucial mm-hmm. because i do think you have strong enough players to not have the belt included but you might as well just have it included if you're going to yeah. talk about a family power struggle which is what they're kind of indicating is the the contention yep so to me i the belt knowing he's going to win anyways we're going to get the fantasy yeah. we're going to get the dream yeah we're going to get the big money, the crowd, and all of everything else that comes with it. You might as well just put the belt on the line, and we just and that's just that's just the sprinkles on top of the Sunday. Now you know we're now, I mean? now we're 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 it's going not to taste little, bad without it. No, we're going a little bit past Rumble here because, like I said at the beginning, Roman's scheduled to face L.A. Knight, Randy Orton, and AJ Styles in a fatal four-way. There's some unpredictability in that sense too, mm-hmm. because if if if. If it's a fatal four way and the champ doesn't have to get pinned, that would be a criminal way for him to this 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 title reign to end. Yeah, be criminal. Yeah, all this hard work you've done yeah. for four three and a half years. Yep. If they were to to take just so they can appease that contingent that wants Cody to finish yeah. his story and, and Rock and Roman to not be for the title. Yeah, that would be. Yeah. like what are you doing? What, what yeah. are we doing here then? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if he's going to lose the belt, he needs to get pinned. Yes, exactly. You know and I think I mean? and, and, and this I, isn't just any title reign. 
No, it's not. It's the it's the greatest one of this modern era. I mean, yeah, of our like, lifetimes. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I lived through Hogan's and stuff like that. Fair. So you know, but th- of this modern era, absolutely so better than me, any Punk and Cena end, and Brock title reign. And all this. You wouldn't end it by having Randy Orton pin LA. No, you just wouldn't. It's no, not, it would be. It would be. But but because they've been because they've been good lately at throwing you a curveball creatively, do you think that there's a slight chance, as we're talking about this, that Roman does lose the title at the Rumble? I don't for think for is. the sake of for this. I know it sounds crazy, but for the sake of surprising everybody and and giving us that unpredictability that you shouldn't expect Roman and Rock to be for the title. Well. We but we here, don't even know when that match is booked. The day after they made they they made the four way official. Yeah, that is literally the objective. I would say from a creative yeah. standpoint, we have to know, to get us talking. We have to know right the next three weeks, four weeks of TV. Yeah. to make people interested in the possibility, albeit slight, that he could lose. Yeah, that is the challenge. Yep, which is why I like the idea of Roman having the belt in the first place. On top of the storyline device that it gives to the head of the table stuff is. That's the challenge for that him and Rock. Yeah, the creative people involved is can the Rock beat him? Yeah, the title. Why can't he? Let's make it like. Let's make it. Let's put it on the table. Yeah, for the lack of a better word. Do so, you think Rock makes an appearance at the Royal Rumble? Anytime yeah. before you think at the Royal Rumble, I think is where he levels up the the ante in terms of you know the response given. So I would imagine that and, that match, if Rock's going to make an appearance, that match is probably going to close the show. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, so. that four would close the show. I would say so. he'd probably close the show out after Roman's escaped, whether it's clean or not. Yeah. He's, he's still the champion. He beat the three guys, you know. They face off. Rock shows up and whatever. Whether well, now he here's shows the, th- up, here's the, it's rock here's the thing. With, or it's at the ramp or yeah. whatever. He shows up and it's he lays the gauntlet down. Like he, you know, not that he, and he doesn't maybe open up with a challenge, but, but if he's showing up again and he's confronting Roman, it's on. Yeah. You know well, yeah, I mean? absolutely. But it being that it's Royal Rumble, and usually at Royal Rumble they unveil the big WrestleMania sign that's you know so they can all point to it. Mm-hmm. You can't help but wonder if that's gonna if if that's what he's going to. Well, I think he's gonna, going to he's going to signal. Uh, well, I think that would depend on what happens in the men's match. Let's yeah. just say. All right, so so let's just say CM Punk wins the Royal Rumble. Yeah, and then he pops on the microphone and says, "Like Rollins, I'm coming for you." Like right yeah. there, right after. Then you happens, already know he's, he's sucking wind after, and I'm coming for you. So yeah. Now you already know. Now the yeah. the the opening for a rock to lay that challenge down in that moment that night. Yeah. Is there? Mm-hmm. So that that I think is would be an interesting thing to see if that's if so WrestleMania was on the table. So you're going Roman walks out champion. Um, it's about the same thing. Um, that's where I'm kind of at right now. I, I just had to, to. I just kind of had to throw all those until, until those discussion happens. points out there. Yeah, exactly. Logan Paul, Kevin Owens. I'm I'm gonna say Logan Paul. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm there too. Logan Paul. I don't see why. Like, it just you know. I think him and Kevin Owens will continue. Never defend it and then wait two months to lose it. Yeah. Like it, there's yeah. gonna be a little bit of a of an extension on this. I Women's think. Rumble. I remember. I feel like I said like Raquel. Yeah, you've mentioned yeah. Well, uh, the, which I don't think is possible. On Christmas, anymore. we talked about that. Yeah, our um, Christmas episode. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, my mind's changed on that more, and I'm thinking probably closer to Bailey. Yeah, um, I think it's gonna be very Batista evolution like. I think she's yeah. playing. 
that I think I, she's playing them because she knows that her time her her days are numbered. Yeah, I because she is a smarter cookie. Yeah, you know, she's not some big dumb person. So she's making them all believe, hey, I'm going after yeah. I'm going after Rhea. So I think I would say if I, if it gone to my head one one choice to pick from here, it's probably Bailey. And I'm gonna go with that too. And the men. Um. I'm gonna go for now with Cody. You're gonna go for Cody. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Punk. I I I I know I said Christmas on the Christmas episode that I was kind of going with Gunther, um, but I think Punk's gonna. I, I think. I think Cody's already in the midst of. He can get to where he needs to to be without winning the rumble. I know that you said it's repetitive. It's not repetitive, and I get that. But um, I think Punk just came back, and it's an obvious direction that they're going in with him and Rollins for WrestleMania. It looks like um, I know I had shared this with you in private, but it wouldn't. I wouldn't mind seeing Rollins not defend the title at the Rumble, but be in the Rumble match, yeah. and Rollins kind of being the one to. Um, Kind of like slotted in the Adam Page role, where he's defending, he's defending the 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 WWE World Championship, um, and and the company from Punk, and he's trying to prevent Punk from winning the Royal Rumble. Yeah. Even though, but Rollins' intention is at the same time winning the Rumble so that he can get this monkey off his back that is Punk. So it's almost like a it. it that to me I think would be the more interesting story is that if Rollins put himself in that match for the sole purpose of he's going to choose Punk because he wants to get rid of Punk and knowing that Punk is trying to win so that Punk could go after his title I think that's a pretty interesting story arc and something a lot of meat on the bone having the world heavyweight champion who's the workhorse uh, who's created that that workhorse mentality for that title, putting him in the Rumble match, I think would fit for this time period with his situation with Punk. I like that idea a lot. Yeah, so I, I'm going to, I'm going to, as much as I want to see Gunther win it, I think Gunther is still in that Intercontinental Championship space. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think 2024, you'll see him shifted out of that yeah, at some I point. I, I can't see them doing too many long record breaking title reigns with him and Roman neck and neck. But so I'm gonna go with Gunther. Um, he's not winning the Rumble. Maybe he'll lose again, like two Punk. But I'm actually gonna double down and go prediction wise. I think Punk eliminates Rollins from this Royal Rumble match to win it. There you go. And you already have been, you already got that one main title match yeah. set up. And yeah, you've given the, the the audience a taste too. A little yeah. Bit. And yeah, I can see that. So I like that. that's uh, that, that's where I'm at for uh, for for Rumble predictions. I dig as, it. As we head towards uh, 2024 Rumble, uh, this has been the Build a Rumble here on Kicking Out of Two, and thank you all for uh, for for joining us. We had a lot of fun, and I'm sure that we're going to do this again next year around Rumble seasons. Maybe some different uh, guidelines and parameters, different competitors, but overall, uh, this was a lot of fun, and I think we really stacked up uh, a good fantasy Royal Rumble match here for all of you. So, without further ado, thank you, Justin. Thank you. And uh, it's time we put this one down. Over the top rope and both feet hit the floor and we will see you all next time.